hey, you know what day of the freaking week it is, you friggin' jerks? It's Thursday. That's right. And everybody's asking each other, hey, did you see this one? Welcome once again to Hey, Did You See This One? Um, I hope you guys liked my impression of Chucky at the top of the show. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. I, I was wondering. That must have been PG censored for TV, Chucky. It kind of yeah. was because. You didn't call anyone a slut. Well, <laughs> what the, the thing hell? is, is with the YouTube algorithm, you're not supposed to swear in like the first minute of your videos <laughs> oh. or some dumb bullshit. Oops. Oh, I shouldn't have said that word. Slut and bullshit. Yeah, we've already fucked up. So um, <laughs> welcome to the show. Uh, your host for tonight on this illustrious Thursday, special Thursday episode, is the man of the hour, the man, the myth, the legend. I don't know. Sorry. It's Steve. Steve's, Steve's your oh, host. Oh, they're going to say Chucky and then pull a Chucky doll <clears> out. <throat> I wish. And then I would have been like, Andy. Andy. My favorite part of this movie is when he throws a dart into that man's back and goes, Bullseye! Because I yelled it as he yelled it at the same exact moment, and I, I knew he was going to say it, but I didn't at the same time. It was very satisfying. And that, I course... feel that wasn't a bullseye, though, just FYI. Like, maybe butthole would have been bullseye or something, but, like, lower back. Well, what else would he say? No, 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 I'll tell you exactly what happened. I'll <laughs> tell you exactly what happened. He hit him perfectly between the like the lower two vertebrae so it paralyzed them from the waist right, down right between the 16th <laughs> and 17th vertebrae exactly or whatever. but also it's funny because the first the first arrow that he threw it or the first uh dart that he threw it didn't it didn't go in the center it was off to the side and i was like oh kidney shot that's brutal there's some really brutal shit in this movie and that one i was like ugh but then mm. clearly he was like dragging himself anyway um so the movie we're <laughs> reviewing this evening we've returned once again to the grimoire of familiar killers ding, 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 ding. But so scary but steve so soon year but steve it's only march what's going on but it's only six more months till halloween <laughs> it's halfway grimoire or something. we've decided as a collective as a hive mind as i got voluntold <laughs> me yeah. and jason decided and then said kaylin quiet or else we're going in the garbage it. compact there with the giant spiky wheel in it we're doing hats this week too shut up give me your lunch money <laughs> oh yeah that was last um, week we we decided <laughs> that it would take us one million years to get through all of these movies so we thought you know what maybe we do another halfway through the year collection another chapter of the grimoire of familiar killers so we're back and that's pretty close um, we probably should have done it in may but we have other plans yeah i mean we know this is plans. good right this is half right about five months Mark? since we it's about five months since may we, may yeah. is like the direct or the end of may is like the direct middle of the year but that's besides the point may is my month and i don't want to have to be the <laughs> one who holds the grimoire <laughs> you have a bad luck month yeah so um we have for these movies we've been going in a particular order uh and we're starting once again with our boy charles lee boy. ray aka chucky the doll the foul-mouthed murdering doll possessed by a murderer 
who was a strangler in life and a strangler in death, I guess. And he he wasn't very dog. misogynistic in this one, though. That's because uh, it was a boy's school. <laughs> he didn't woke... have too many people to say horrifying shit to. It's the woke 90s now, too. Right. Misogyny mm -hmm. went away forever in the 90s. Just kidding. I'm sure the next one... Yeah. Sure he does make one... a weird, questionable, like, eyebrow-raising racist joke where you're like... Yeah, there's racism. There's some yeah. hard racism in this one, so that's... Uh... It's not hard. It's, like, weird. It's, like, yeah. you get it, and you're like, that's not even funny, really. Okay, it's not hard racism. It's, like, dad racism. Sure, yeah, yeah. 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 Like you, like like a dad, like an uncle who like doesn't know he shouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, Charles Lee Ray is not that woke. No, no, he murders women by listen. By when we eventually get them. to uh, Freddy versus Jason, J Freddy makes some really weird comments as well. Oh, and so does uh, Destiny's Child lady. Uh, she says something really brutal. Kelly. Yeah, she said she's well, the F slur in that movie. You know fact. what? He then says something racist to her, so maybe she learned a lesson <laughs> from Freddy. Maybe he was trying to w woke her yeah. up. Anyway, we'll so let's in five years. So. Yeah, one day we'll be able to do Freddy versus Jason. Um, this movie is Child's Play 3, the follow up to Child's Play 2. Um, in a lot of ways, a worthy follow up, but in a lot of ways, maybe not so much. Um, we'll start with Jason this week. Why don't you? Well, I mean, the movie, let me give a little brief history about it before we start. The movie was made literally a year after the second one, so it had almost no turnaround in terms of like script preparation or even writing, and the budget was very limited, and they had not a lot of a wiggle room to to kind of like tinker away with it. So that's kind of one of the reasons it falls short in a lot of areas. Um, but once again, Don Mancini returns as the writer. He's written every single Chucky product that has been... <laughs> put in cinema as well as the the tv show that's on right now um he still hasn't directed yet i don't think he directs until seed of chucky but he has written all of them and i think he starts getting some executive producer uh credits on the next one because I, I believe he starts to like you know own a significant chunk of the property which is very cool to me and i know we've talked about this before on the other two episodes but it's something that like i'll in my heart i'm like i want to be that i want to create my own killer doll and own it and just be able to make a million movies and tv shows about it yeah. um so it, it's very inspiring to me the don mancini tale even though it's it's full of like heartbreak and trial and tribulation it's it's really cool to me um those are the best stories yeah uh, directed by uh, jack bender who he did a couple of things that people um might know but uh he directed some lost he directed some alias mostly tv stuff um but he's you know not a bad director competent and i think he did a competent job though i do think that this movie is lacking in the cool cinematography of the last two movies as well but anyway let's did start you, with jason jason did, okay, did you get the um did you get like how much money it made and how much money it cost to make i don't no, but I can find that easily. But while I do that, why don't you start telling us about the first time you watched this movie? Sure. Um, so what's interesting here is I didn't realize it was only one year later. Well, it's mm -hmm. like it went in production one year later and came out three years later, I guess. Two, yeah, because 1988 is Chucky 2. What I'm wondering is how Andy aged up like five years or more. The movie takes right. place in 1998. 
Yeah. Oh, I didn't really. So, okay, Which so... is also cool because The Bride of Chucky is released in 1998, and that's when that movie takes place. So it's like right after this series of events in this movie, The Bride of Chucky happens. So The Bride of Chucky is the next one. Yeah. And what they did is they fast forwarded so Andy would be older, but that means that they can have Andy obviously played by a different actor or the same actor. Doesn't matter. This fucking kid probably still looks the same as a 40 year old. <laughs> He's got one of those, the night on the nineties, baby faced, like teen, teen bop tiger beat models. They all like didn't age into it and all look the same this much of their face then the rest of their body they're old fat, fat yeah he dudes. gets some sick like gray streaks on the side yeah. like now he's even hotter guy. <laughs> well I, I was not Haley joel osmond though he just he still has this this much of his face is still the face and then he's got lots whole, of extra face now he's got lots of extra face on his body i think he's still a cutie pie i didn't catch that it was 1998 um that's interesting and i like that they did that because i was done with child I was done with Child Andy, but uh, the first time I watched this movie was last night. I sat and I watched the whole thing. I I didn't watch it in parts. I had the time to sit and watch a whole movie. Oh, I just got a message from Brad Dorf on my phone. We're contractually obligated to every time we say Andy to go Andy. Andy. <laughs> Where are you, Andy? I'm gonna do the hide the soul to your body. Um, and what had happened was, is I sat and watched the whole movie, and I wasn't bored, and I didn't pull my phone up a thousand times, and I fucking watched the goddamn movie, and I'm glad that I watched it that way because I think that um, horror movies specifically, if they're 90 minutes, I've kind of had a new lease on that. They should be. I think they are like don't watch them in parts because you're gonna sort of there's so little plot that you're gonna like lose it. And then you're going to be like, it just seems like a series of things are happening. And I, I realize that now. I'm not saying I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm just saying that as a <laughs> I get it. No, I know what you're saying. Also, like, tension building in horror movies is is very specific to editing. So if yeah. you do... And, you know, a lot of times these types of movies are edited in a way that they know when to have a break for the commercial. Like, when they're going to put it on TV eventually, they're like, and this is where we put the commercial break here, and this is where we put the commercial break there. So, but I do have a bit of a history with this movie because I do have a very distinct memory of seeing um, Tyler holding Chucky in the carnival. Because I think on the back of the VHS, there's a picture of that. And Mm. as a kid, you assume that all horror movies are for adults, but a lot of these horror movies, especially from this era, they're for like, they're for like 16, 17 year olds to like sneakily watch. Like not a lot of like old, like people our age were probably watching these movies at this time. They probably thought they were stupid. They're for teens. Yeah. They're for teens. Like the way that horror movies were that we want, like scream was for teens. It's just a little bit more graphic and a little bit scarier. And then now the fucking horror is unwatchable because all the fucking special effects are so graphic. Um, We'll see though. Maybe that maybe that's my own interpretation of like you know what I mean. Like it's changed from back then. Anyway, my point is is I have this distinct image of him holding the Chucky doll at the carnival. And as a kid, I thought it was like Tyler. I didn't know who he was. I thought he was like had like an adult persona. I didn't realize he was the most young, clueless person. Oh God, yeah, that kid, movie. like Holy like shit. unwatchably like bad a ten year old playing Just, a four year old exactly. Um, I, I don't think new... he was a bad actor. I think that, that he was given direction to yeah. act like that. And it's like, he's doing a good job of acting like a complete, like a complete fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, but, but what ended up happening is that like it, it completely changes in your head when you get to that scene and you realize that that's, it's completely different. 
like completely different. So I'm going to go back and pretty much watch every horror movie on the rack um, of the horror section at the convenience store that I grew up near. Uh, like the sleep sleepaway camp two, where there's like the dude with like this with like the guitar that's got a screw on the end, and there's all the girls in, in their like nineties being like, ah. yeah, you know what I mean? The, drill, those, the driller killer, yeah. I all know those crazy about. horror movies, like the critters movies, the fucking puppet master movies. I want to watch the all first of them. one, sleepover murderer or whatever it's called. He just uses a drill, and then the second one, and he's like a ghost demon that has a guitar with a drill on <laughs> it. It's it. fucking crazy. See, and even when I sat down to watch Chucky three, that opening scene where he's stalking the the business, the the toy executive, mm-hmm. um, I was like, oh my god, this is he's gonna do some crazy horseshit. He's gonna like scalp a guy, and there's hardly even any blood in this movie. He's gonna scalp a guy. No, he just needs to take him out so that he can go on the internet to figure out where Andy is. And we get, I I realized that whoever made toys might have gotten inspiration from this like scene because the, this was like the whole toys movie uh, wait this is a jason's theory corner yeah, we need this, to cue the music the theory, but uh <laughs> th- this whole like scene was like basically toys the movie in one in one 15 minute segment um mm-hmm. and i really enjoyed it so yeah that's my that's my history with this film cool uh, and it is a Kay- film so, oh yeah because there's no explosions or hit cartoons the button, hit the button yeah. for movie did I make one for that yet? I can't remember. No, I think what we'll have no. to do is I'll make basically a sound soundboard on my OBS. <laughs> film or movie. Hey, yeah, like uh, what's it called? A monocle? It's like, this is a film. And, and then you have yeah, like, yeah, this is a movie. That's another movie, guy just like dude. pouring popcorn down his fucking gullet and drinking yeah, a giant the movie, man. Um, all right. And then licking his fingers just like you don't oh, like. No, no. <laughs> Don't even put your hand close to your mouth like that. Don't you know about diseases? That's how uh, we all got COVID in the first place. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kalen, why don't you tell us about the first time that you watched Child's Play 3? Before I say that, just to add on to what you guys were saying earlier about um, uh, like watching Method, um, don't watch it. The, don't take notes the first time you watch it. Watch it first and then do the notes later. Uh, I considered just watching it again without notes because this, like, this movie's fun. is a visually good movie. Like, it's fun to watch. It's dumb, and I know Steve, you're gonna have a lot to say about it because you love the first two so much. Yeah. And but the first two made me kind of like this one is re- very much a like Ninja Turtles two version of Chucky, where it's just right. You know what I mean? Sorry. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. You can feel that the budget is waning, but it's still good in some parts. Where you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. They still got that. They cut half his face off, and that was like that was worth that was worth no, that was eighty-seven. No, no this was worth the price of admission. <laughs> Downloading it from the internet. Kalen, uh, <laughs> uh, were you sorry? Did you no? No, he just. Oh, you were you just no, started. Yeah. He added it's discourse. Like, yeah. So, my first memories of this movie was the cover, uh, like walking through Jumbo Video. This cover definitely stood out. I never watched horror movies, though, back in the day. Um, I probably said it every other grimoire episode, but uh, I think it was like about two years ago. I was like, you know what? Let me check out these these cult classics, these like, you know, classic horror movies or whatever. And they're hilarious. But about two years ago is when I first first saw all of them. So the Chuckies, the JCs, the Mikeys and the Freddies. Um, 
watched them all straight through. Like every each day, it was a different one, different one. Um, so two years was my first first time seeing it. Um, I got it on DVD <coughs> a couple months ago, probably back in October, mm-hmm. and so I watched it again recently. I think in November, maybe, um, and then again the other day. Uh, when I watched it the other day, though, I was just because I watched it recently. I kind of took notes while watching it, and then I was upset with that decision and was like, no, I got to do what I always do, watch it first and then do the notes because it definitely, you know, you take a note and then something happens, yeah. right? Yeah. It throws off everything. This one moves um, really fast, so, like, that kept happening yeah. to me where I'd have to, like, pause it for a second and finish my thought. Yeah. Steve, it was, stop uh, making faces. It, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just it, it, discussing about how to take notes. Like, what the Yeah, fuck? this is entertainment. <laughs> Talk about the movie. I am talking about the movie. All right. But yeah, that the my first time two years ago. Uh it is more toned down than the first two. And we'll talk all about that more. But yeah, it, the first two felt more like kind of adult demographic, and this one feels more like uh young adult demographic. I agree. I agree with that exact sentiment. Everything in this movie to me felt a little bit more uh p like pg even though it's not it's still quite violent and he swears all the time and it just it almost felt like a robocop 3 to robocop 1 kind of level of of you know difference ninja Turtles 1 to 2 ghostbusters 1 to 2 I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's a probably a pretty apt budget. Comparison. The budget seems a bit bigger, but like they yeah, just, it was thirteen you, million just, and it made twenty, which is okay. They not. just blow their load on like a couple of things instead of like using the budget throughout the whole movie, like they clearly did with the first two. Well, and another thing, like a one thing about this franchise and the Freddy franchise versus the Jason franchise. Sorry, I got the burpees tonight, guys. I'm so sorry, Bob over here. Nice. Um, they you know, let them out so we can rate them. They, no, they, they <laughs> that's another sound clip. Rate that bird. <laughs> um, I learned the other day that there's a guy in Hollywood who was like a burp ADR guy and he would come Bur- in. And, and burp... No, well, maybe, but he he make he still made like t- makes like ten thousand dollars a year on like one movie he did where he just like kills a burp and like it was like a Pixar movie or something. So like every time that movie makes money, he gets a little bit of money for that burp. Anyway, just to show you how messed up Hollywood is, you can burp once and make ten thousand dollars a year for the rest of your life on it. Um, yeah, hook me up with that job. Anyway, I'll just talk about <laughs> uh, my my first time watching this movie um i've probably said this before in the the grimoire episodes but i went through like a pretty hefty horror phase when i was a teenager and i watched as much of it and all of it as as much as i get my hands on it wasn't as easy as it is now um but you know we were kids you had to find horror in the forest or go rent it from a store (laughs) or whatever (laughs) find it in a drain pipe um but I was able to get all of them and, you know, Child's Play became like my favorite franchise, even though it was the one that scared me the most, like the, the covers anyway, like you can walk mm-hmm. through the, and like the Friday the 13th ones, it's like, oh, it's spooky, but not too spooky. Um, but the Child's Play ones were always just horrifying to me because it was the doll, right? Like the face Look of at the that doll. Guy. Yeah. Look at him. He's cute in mine. 
and he's <laughs> so scary in yours. Is that even, your drawing? Even in yours, he's still pretty spooky. Yeah, I drew this last. Or he's two covered years in ago blood. Yeah, it's kind of zoomed in, but the picture is basically like the doll surrounded by a pool of blood, and there's a knife next to him, and then there's like someone being like, "Oh my god, what happened here? Whose doll is this? Why is this doll covered in blood?" Which happens anyway. a lot in the movies. Yeah, um, but I I don't have like a distinct memory of like the exact moment I watched it because I watched all of them so close together and this one kind of got lost in the fray of all the good moments of other ones and like after this one Chucky's personality is basically the movies they still have the horrifying kills but Chucky kind of takes precedence over everything else it's like he is the he's the movie after this you don't really care about anything except him um, Andy is gone and he does not return for many, many years. He's now in the the TV show. And I think he's in a couple of the movies that came out before the show was released, played by the child actor from the first two movies, which is pretty nice. cool. Jason and I watched a, a large chunk of the first season of the TV show. And it's, it's quite good for six episodes. I still have yeah. episode seven on my hard drive and I'm always like, should I just, but I think I'm going to just watch it. Why don't you just, why not? Because well, me and Jason watched it together. Yeah, he's sentimental like that. Yeah. Oh, you guys got to, okay. Yeah, yeah. And also, fine. I kind of want to watch every Chucky movie before I go back into the show because the show mm-hmm. was so good that I want to be able to pick up every little reference. And the show is a d- direct continuation of those last few movies. Yeah. Um. So anyway, my first time watching it, not really a huge impact, but I do remember a lot of the, the iconography of like the military school, but. There's, you know, the, the scene in the second movie where he kills the teacher with the yardstick. For some reason, I always, like, thought that was in this movie and thought right. it was, like, the best part of this movie. I was like, man, that part was so good. Three doesn't suck. Remember when that teacher gets killed? So good. And then I, we watched the second one. I was like, oh, it's in the second movie. <laughs> and then I'm like, I can't remember a single kill from the third one. And there, like, that's, there aren't that many kills. There's, there's more, not really any good kills. It's more in, like in this the psycho. We'll honest. get to it, but the psychological horror of like the war games part is the is like the yeah. The I guess, but that's more. The, it's it's that's more like he's he's creating something yeah. that's chaotic. It's a psychological horror situation, but it's not memorable. Like I I totally forgot about that until I saw him loading the guns. I'm like, oh yeah, he switches the bullets with real bullets, and then they shoot one guy it's like in your mind you're like they're all gonna fucking shoot each other it's gonna be crazy it's like no they just shoot one guy <laughs> that's all that happened but he's a genius about it i'm gonna get into that when we get there all right anyway so I'll, I'll i'll wrap up my my introduction to the movie i don't really remember the first time i watched it because there's so many parts of other chucky movies that are so good and the only things that i really remember about this movie the first time watching it were the military school aspect of it the fact that there's another little kid for some reason. I'm like, why does Chucky always want to take over children? I don't understand. Does he think it's going to be easier <laughs> to like live as a child for a while? Like, he's probably going to be so weak. Longer, I guess so. Oh, Jesus. And then uh, I guess you get to live longer. Yeah. But you also have to like gain your strength. Like he's going to have the strength of a child. Yeah. But he gets to live a whole other life with the mind of an adult. He wants to do pervert, pervert things. Oh God. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I think he just wants to murder, but I don't know. That would suck uh, if, like, he gets he, he turns he gets into the into a body, gets all the way through school, fucking turns eighteen, goes, 
<laughs> he's not going to school. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's not going to go through like learning. Again. Anyway, he starts murdering and gets put in an asylum immediately. I think, that, or or in jail immediately. I think would be yeah a really funny. I mean, like, like, what's like your end game, buddy? <laughs> I don't think he has one. I don't think they really think about it. That just much. get me out of this fucking. Doll. They also create a weird rule in this movie where it's like the first person he reveals the secret to is the one that he then can take over. Which I was like, is this like part of the curse or is this just something that he's deciding? And I like looked it up and, and like supposedly it's part of the curse where like he's in a new body, which is the new Chucky that he's in, the new doll. Yeah. And he has to like reveal himself to the person. And then that's the person that he has to take over. Like once he like shows that he's a possessed doll. And I'm like, okay, is that true for the other movies? I don't he probably <laughs> I have to go like back and check. Write that rule. Um, I also think that they remove the rule after like they, what, don't, they yeah. don't follow the rule. The, the voodoo stuff, like it's in here, but the further along you go, the less import it has in terms of plot. It's just like he has to go up to somebody and go, Dembala," and like a storm comes and you get excited because you're like, he's speaking French. I say scrap Thick. it all together. He just likes killing, and now he's a doll, so he can get away with it that much easier. But he hates also, why would he even want to be a human? Stay a doll. No, he hates being a doll, though. Cause he hates it. He wants but to be a why? man. He wants to be a human man. He doesn't have a penis. Kalen, would you want to be a doll? He doesn't have a wiener. Maybe. He still gets when he gets stabbed. He still bleeds. It's not like he's well. Invincible. You know, somebody give Chucky Kalen's number, and they can swap souls. <laughs> yeah. Too Chucky's old for him. <laughs> yeah but you're an adult man with adult man strength so at least he, he could possess you and go strangling women murder people i don't think that he he like went specifically for women i think he just loves killing people in general well he seemed to call a lot of women f and b's in those first two movies so i know he he's definitely a, didn't he's like rude. women. he's a rude guy <laughs> he he's, he's not a, he's not a nice person um okay so wrap-ups complete um i guess we'll get into the bulk of the discussion bulk now. of the discussion we can probably go through the plot a little bit the plot's pretty light <laughs> yeah i mean, I mean it's a direct a... sequel to the second movie like yeah and it has a good opening i really do like the opening because it's the classic credits opening that i crave that how could they not do anything about all that blood though <laughs> what blood like when they're picking up the melted uh, Chucky mess, and then yeah. the blood is just just oozing out of it. I feel like, it, like in terms of plot, there isn't any. There's no reason. It's it's only for us. It's for the audience. But that's fair. But... You could argue that it's automated. Yeah, like somebody I was gonna just say, hit a button and it's like a robot that's doing it. And I don't not think a person. it's probably somebody in like a operator thing just moving shit. Probably yeah, but wouldn't they be like kind of like so? Because I'm thinking like a crane, so they would be up hot, like somewhat high anyway, and they can see what they're grabbing and where they're moving. It would probably it's just probably like a rat. It was a rat. Yeah, it. or it probably just look like oil. You know, like it, it, yeah. I, I feel it. Like, I do love the conceit of it just falling into mm-hmm. the a nice vat, batch. and then they I use do... that vat for some reason. Yeah. They use just what's there. <laughs> I like that it's like the same song. factory from the, yeah. like the the factory shut down because like the, the the bad press like just all good guy dolls are like no more we can't do this anymore and like they waited ten years or whatever it's supposed to be 
and uh they're like all right it's our time nobody remembers the murders anymore <laughs> nobody remembers that our doll went crazy and killed somebody or a kid blamed our doll or whatever because that would cause like if somebody said i don't know what's a popular toy now uh, all i can think about is farmer all i can think about is furby and tickle me elmo like if a furby yeah, killed tickle somebody me tickle me elmo killed somebody or like somebody said that they did like that the, the the prices would go down. There would be weird nerds that would be trying to buy them. Like in the which, show. Yeah. Well, is that is that a plot in the show? Yeah, that remember should the, be. Remember at the beginning, the kid's like, he gets a Chucky doll because he's like, whoa, cool, a Chucky doll. And then it's... Chucky. Well, I, yeah, he is. But I'm saying like, in like there should be some weirdo collector who's like, has like a whole vault of Chuck, of good guy dolls or whatever, right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. The, it's a good opening credits. I love a good, you know, the credits play over a factory doing shit. It's always cool. The reverse melting of uh yeah, that's out. cool. Look, that's cool. I'm always gonna say, I'm always gonna say that the intro to a movie that has some stuff going on, even that that red swirl. Yeah, I was, I watched it. It's, it's blood, <laughs> Jason. Just it, you know, I know, but if it's just words <laughs> popping up on the screen, I'm likely just yeah. do a little script we've talked about this in the grimoire before all these movies have their credits sequences because it was the era where they still had to do it but some of them are way better than others right like we loved we hated jason because it was just boring we loved freddie we loved chucky we loved in year two we loved those guys as well but i think jason also still had a boring it has the pumpkin no that's halloween no halloween. that's mikey oh that one still i forgot about it but it, it's gross the way it opens and it's like skin i don't know there's something really gross about that pumpkin opening to no me. Fr friday the 13th <laughs> just... is basic but it does end it's with... just like the words jumping out at you yeah but it does end yeah. with like the name of the movie exploding right <laughs> that was awesome <laughs> yeah, that part was awesome was it <laughs> i mean sure yeah. i guess Hell that's yeah. what turned it into a movie and not a uh, film so to <laughs> just, just quickly to answer your question from before to, to put it in perspective to, to see how out of touch with toys we are the most mm. popular toys now are a toy based on a cartoon i've never heard of called bluey well i've heard of it but i've never seen it um what is it bluey, bluey? yeah it's an australian show about like a like a cow or something. Cow or something. Do they beat out Paw Patrol? I thought Paw Patrol was the ish. That shit hasn't been the ish like in yeah, a while Yeah, get with now. it, Kalen, you old fuck. <laughs> uh, there's Squish... Paw Patrol, you pervert. Squishmallows. And it looks like Star Wars toys are back popular, in action because star wars is pretty well, prominent mando just dropped season three yesterday so yeah oh snap um well i mean star wars toys will probably always be popular but uh there's gonna be some thing every year forever until the day we die right like there's all every year there's some sort of popular toy that we will consumerism yeah my, my wife's children ourselves my wife's like little cousin who's like 10 had these things that are like almost like a pokemon sort of idea where they're these like little squishy toys they're just squishy and they're different animal shapes right and they come in a pack of like a hundred and it's like why that's a, too many why a hundred and, and I, i'm trying to like relate to this kid and she's like I imagine being a parent and just like stepping know. on one of the hundreds of squishies everywhere and just being like Ugh, God damn well at least it doesn't things. hurt and I, I, I know, but parents, still, I don't, like, I don't know. It's a bun. It's I'm like, why not like three or like five? 
Why is it a case of 100? That's, that's not like, enough. That's like how many you would put. And, and they're like, it's, you know, you got to kind of collect them all. And I'm like, you have the whole collection if you have 100. And then I realized they sounded like a boomer. So I it's stopped. It's like, no, there's 10,000, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> the collection is 10,000. And I was like, back in my day, there were only 151 you had to collect. And then you caught them all. And they made just 750. <laughs> Wasn't it 101 at first? No, it was 150. No, it was 150. And then Mewtwo made 151. No. And missing yeah. uh, made 100. I, I was never into Pokemon. Official Pokemon. No, but now there's like a thousand Pokemon. I did like saying, catch them, catch them, gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. But, uh, Ch- but I also Chucky... had a friend, my, one of my best friends was named Jamal at the time. And I would say, I would go to him and I'd say, catch them, catch them, gotta catch Jamal. Gotta <laughs> catch Jamal. And I would chase him around. It was Weird. fun. <laughs> and I'd chase him around. Uh, <laughs> Chucky is directly based off Cabbage Patch dolls, as I as I recall. Because they yeah, were probably they were the, creepy they were the rage. chunky baby. My dad bought one for me for Christmas in like nineteen eighty nine because he was like, They'll be worth something someday. And I was I was like, Why did you get me this doll? And my mom was like, Why did you get him this doll? And we all had a very uh heteronormative moment of cis hetero gender. Where you guys all talked about how dolls are for girls. Yeah, we all said the F slur. <laughs> yeah. So you're like the commandant of the military school? Yeah. Why are you playing with a doll? Dolls, Dolls are, for are for girls. Dolls are for girls. Now I'm going to take this doll to my office and put some lipstick on it. Listen, I just <laughs> just to fast forward to that part a little bit, we'll talk about what actually happens, but I fully went, nobody's questioning why this dude had a heart attack, uh, and then they found a doll with lipstick all over it, but I assume Chucky got up and bounced once the dude died. I guarantee you that was probably a part, like a plot part was going to be like that, and they were probably like, no. That's too weird. And That's, Don Mancini yeah. was like, "When can I put my gay shit into this?" You never let me do anything weird. <laughs> like the whole conceit of all of it's weird. You're lucky we're ma- letting you make a third yeah. one of these. No, he gets he has John Waters is in the next one. I think like has like a main not a main character, but he's like a recurring character throughout the movie. That's actually awesome. Don Mancini is like he he wants to fill it with just like weird, odd stuff to make people like raise their eyebrows. Which this one seems to be the most tame on that, you know. It's like there's not, there's nothing except for maybe the, the the one student who has like the most closeted gay energy of any well, person I've ever seen in my entire. There's life. like two kills in this movie that like Chucky barely interacts with. He gives a guy a heart attack. Yep. Excuse me, and then um, a guy shoots another guy that's tangentially related to him. Yeah, he's the reason he's that happens. Yeah, so Live I, rounds. I, Chucky in the first like half of this movie is almost like, ugh, do I have to do this bullshit again? The first kill, <laughs> the first kill, he seems like he genuinely enjoys because he plays cat and mouse with this dude. But by the it's time, a classic Chucky kill. Yeah, by the time he gets to the uh, the academy though, he's just like, just get me to Andy so I can either kill Andy or get me to a kid so I can play hide the soul. He's like, I really hope somebody puts me in a room that has a bunch of knives on the wall so I can take one. And he does. That happens. Also, why does that kid have so many knives on his wall? Because he's a weird lieutenant. Pervert. You know, bad lieutenant? He's weird lieutenant. Is he a lieutenant? He says he's a ranks? lieutenant. I oh, was questioning God. that. I was They're questioning what that means. Ranks. Like, Yeah, they can't be real ranks because it's fucking... He's it's like junior ranks. lieutenant. Yeah dildo or something <laughs> yeah dildo's right in the title of his name i think <laughs> yeah i i it's one of the things that i have the biggest problem with it is like i get really like scoffy at 
the general attitude of this stuff. And I think Don Mancini just didn't have like a whole, cause I think his main conceit for the third movie was that he wanted to have multiple Chucky's. It's like, I want to have a whole bunch of Chucky's. Yeah. Cause and the, the blood pours and the yeah. mixing back. I thought that's Which, what was going to happen. And he eventually gets to do that in, you know, the subsequent movies and the TV show. Cult and stuff. of Chucky. Like, I think. Is yeah. That. He get he does it in a, in a few different things. Um, and they do, they, they tease it a little bit in this where, uh, that during that yeah. first kill, there's two buddy dolls talking to each other. And then, yo, if you ever want to torture someone, I feel like that would be the most effective form of torture I've ever seen. The which part? Have you ever two, tried two guy dolls talking to each other? <laughs> yeah. Hi, my name's whatever. L- Lewis and Gary or whatever. You mean just like have those two dolls talking to somebody, like talking to each other while you're sitting there, like tied up? You'd be like, "This is so annoying. It's torturous." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that's the thing about Chucky in this movie. As soon as he's like reanimated, like he becomes the doll again, his first line of the movie is "No!" <laughs> he just he doesn't want to be in this thing. Yeah, he hates it. Bah! He's like he'd rather be dead. I he'd think. rather just like, be, oh, a, yeah, yeah. He'd rather be a vat of goo for eight years. He's probably just his soul was just probably just sleeping. There. Yeah, yeah. he's having an eight-year nap. I did not realize it was 1998. I was like, how did he age up five years or more? Eight years. In there's like a very brief moment where they, the computer shows it, and oh, the okay. newspaper clipping shows it, and. uh that's the reason that uh, so I mean he kills the the toy guy which when I was a kid I always was like it'd be so cool to like be a toy guy like a guy who like works at the top of a toy company and is like in charge of being like this is a great idea this is a great idea and then every movie I've seen in my childhood that deals with that the only one that seems fun is toys which ends up being like horrifying as well the toys one is like a similar thing where a military dude takes over and the only person with the like the the mind of a baby still Robin Williams doesn't yeah, get all to be he wants the guy to do until is... the end. He wants to make yeah. different flavors of fake puke. And he wants to just, he wants to make the toys. Yeah. yeah. But like, you know, small soldiers, which we've done on the podcast before toys, um, this, I'm sure this we've probably done another one. Yeah. But uh, like, it, it makes it just seem so heartless. Like the guy, he's like pounding scotch and watching just the news and you're like, and like hitting golf balls. And you're you're like, watching the this man is well, let's, boring man. Let's what run through this scene man. because it's probably the best. It's the best Chucky part of the movie. So all, Chucky plays this weird game of cat and mouse where first he brings over the golf club. And I said out loud at my TV, Oh, is he going to beat him? He's going to brain him with that thing. Doesn't mm-hmm. he just puts it in a place and he turns the TV off, right? And then he turns yeah. to turn the TV on, and and he no, the TV's still on. What did he do to make him turn? Anyway, he brought the golf club he, over. He, no, he put sh- he puts the golf club there to like give him the idea. That's of what wanting I mean. To, like, but he did something else that. to like get his attention. Anyway, so I think he turns on another toy, like another toy goes like, meh, meh, like right, right, he has, right. Like, full of toys or whatever. Yeah. So he turns, gets he starts playing with uh, one of those uh, golf games where you. You uh, put it in, it shoots it back at you. Uh, and then it's just pandemonium from there. He turns off the TV. He goes over to like look around for the, the remote control. He pushes it into his hand and he gets back up. Then he throws a dart into his the small of his back, paralyzing him. Then he turns Bullseye. on like all the toys and they're all just like in a nightmare formation. And then finally he uh, just strangles. You, you forgot about the classic slip over the marbles. Oh, yes. Right. That was the part that I forgot. He yeah. he did the old 
slip over the marbles gag. I believe I said out loud, he lost his, he's losing his marbles. <laughs> I think I said, that's got to height. Yeah, both good. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. And then he, then he, th- then he throws the darkness back and then he strangles the shit out of him. And I was like, oh, so it's not going to be like overtly gory, but he's going to strangle some bitches. Well, the um, Chucky movies are never super gory. They're always just like violent. You yeah. Know, like they're... Yeah. There was that. The most jarring thing I've seen in the three movies is the, the father in the second one falling off like the stairs yeah. and like hitting on the way Breaking down. his neck. Yeah. Yeah. That was messed up. But this one, the only real gross part was when they ki- <laughs> we'll get to him when they killed the barber. <laughs> When he kills the, the best character in the movie, yeah, they, I called. The, put it, I wrote yeah. hair pervert all through. Yeah, my notes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's really concerned about the, the hair hair legs. I don't even know. It's weird because it is pervy, but at the same time, you're like, is he perving or is he just like really, really like I gotta cut the, this fucking hair? Like he's the fact disgusting that he even me. has to cut a doll's hair. I don't think it's pervy. I think it's I think literally it's, almost like an yeah. OCD or something. Like yeah. no. Your hair is too long. It's too long. Handle it. Yeah. I mean, they can be non-sexually. The female cadet, De yeah. Silva, I think she she like whips her hair when he walks by. I was like, ooh, right in your face. Yeah, she knows how to hit his buttons. Yeah. But he's trimming his mustache constantly. He's his inside his nostril hair, which is kind of gross as well. Like, just oh man, you just pluck it. it. You just pull that shit out. Good lord. It sucks, but I do it. Sometimes. It sounds. Sounds painful. Um, it makes your eyes water real bad. You know, no, no, the trick is pretend to like, kind of like sneeze, sort of like blow out through your nose while you do it. Like go. go I like thought you were gonna be like, do like a fake, like, ah, and you're like, oh, I just <laughs> felt like I sneezed so hard that my I'm crying now. Twist and pull, guys. Ugh, I feel like the barber hate. has a better idea than you do. Just hey, cut it. Did you see this one? Ripping it out by its roots. <laughs> we lost a viewer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're like, why are they talking about this? Twist. And uh, oh, oh, I have a question from earlier. Why do they have a picture of uh, Charles Lee Ray posing? Hmm? Like, uh, is it the? I think it's the execs. They're like, oh, they they thought the kid thought the doll was possessed by this man, and yeah. then it's a picture of uh, Charles Lee Ray, but he's like posing though. It's not like like no, a mugshot. It's, it's meant like... to look like a uh, like a somebody like a like somebody like taking pictures of him from a distance i think is what it's meant to be like a candid sort of like oh, security okay. photo- photograph gotcha um not like a headshot but i i do know what you mean but <laughs> yeah that's kind of funny um i i assume that they like suspected him as the murderer or something and we're like following him but because like at the beginning of the first movie it's he's like a wanted man or something yeah 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 they don't go. Actually, the TV show goes into pretty serious depths of his past, which is kind of cool. We should do the TV show one day, guys. Oh, well, he also. I'm just from my notes here. I should have just looked at my notes because I had this written out in order of events. He does fucking whack him with the golf club too. Yeah, right in the forehead. Yeah, he does brain him. And I was about to say the makeup on that hit is really good. <laughs> and the it way is. he played it, looks it like like it... raised and it's bruising and like I'm like that looks like he got hit. Like, yeah, like, and the way he reacts makeup. to it wasn't like comical. Yeah, he, he seemed just like, like he's like, oh, like he's out of it. I'm fucked up. I'm fucked yeah. up. He's trying to like get up, but he can't even figure out where his hands are. It's if you've ever had a a serious noggin whack, like it's pretty accurate. I was sitting uh, on a on a tennis 
Courtnet one time and uh, fell backwards and whacked my head. And I have this theory. Welcome to Jason's Theory Corner about myself. For sitting. That my paths diverged at that moment and I'm in the worst timeline and I'm dead. Um, or severely brain damaged, and you're all figments of my imagination. Oh, that explains so much. Jason thinks he's the main fucking character of some Odyssey situation, and we're all just puppets. Yeah, it, yeah, which is be... also very rude. In a by planet, the way, in a planet to call gets... me a figment of your imagination, hey, that, you piece of shit. That's what you would say if that's what your character would say for sure. It's also what I would say <laughs> if I wasn't a figment of your imagination. Listen, listen I'm just kidding. I'm mostly kidding, and I'm he's just not joking. kidding. I'm just kidding and I'm just joking. Why would I? This world is. We're good. all the stars. Listen, you're not the first person to call me a figment of their imagination. <laughs> it really hurts. Like, why does everybody think that? Why does everybody think Am that? Am I not a up? person? How are they? Maybe all, they're all the figments. How are they all having the same? Oh, true. Maybe I'm the one who's real and you're all fake. How are they all having the same hallucination? That's what I want to know. I don't know, because we all had the same Kool Aid. Carpe diem sees the day. Yeah. Yo, how many Andy. times do you have to say that? He just kept repeating the same thing. Is there like a number of times he has to say it? What? The he kept saying when he was, uh, like, I mean, we'll get to it when we get to it, but like when he actually is starting to do the spell. No, he, he's says, just different, saying, he, he says different things the entire time. Yeah, he says the same thing for the Zade, first thing. Due, yeah. Dembala, give me the power, I beg of you. I beg of you. Ade, due, Jacques Soisse. And he like goes through this whole oh, different okay. thing. It's, maybe it's the first part that I'm I'm hearing. Yeah, because you, you really only hear up to uh, give you the power, I beg of you. That, that's the yeah. part that is And the, the rest of it that. is very much in French. And like there are it's there are parts where he only says the french and i'm like is he like is, are they translating it for our benefit or like what's going on but yeah no i've i've listened to it many times i think i told you guys this guys this on other grimoire episodes that uh i've fully incorporated that curse into my my <laughs> game and i i know that it's not just the same thing repeated over and over again so i had a i have a fun thing about the character who plays andy Andy. So I did a Justin Whalen. Justin Whalen from Justin uh, Royland? From, nope. From he canceled? Yes. No, Justin Whalen from Lois and Clark, I think was his biggest. He played uh Oh, Jimmy. He played Jimmy Olsen on uh, Lois and Clark most prominently. Um but a fun thing about him is that I did a podcast before this for a show called Blossom called blossom buddies and we covered every episode of blossom we thought it was going to be a huge hit we thought everybody wanted to hear yeah blossom episode is everybody loves rundown. blossom yeah because everybody likes and remembers blossom not me no not, <laughs> not most people we had like three actual fans i remember the dancing at the beginning that's all i remember well Ooh, yeah it's a good intro I do remember one episode where they go, you've got the Russo nose. And they both go like this and they both have like crazy noses. They do have gigantic <laughs> noses. They're supposed to be an Italian family, but they're like Jewish coded. It's weird. Um, so... What was Joey's uh, thing? What was Whoa. his catch? Yeah, that's Whoa. the one. Yeah. Um, I, I got to laugh with him every time. Anyway, the point here is this, this actor played three different characters with three different names through the course of the show. And they were always like Blossom pining after this, like this boy. And it's weird because he, he played like the same character all three times, but had three, like in the credits. Specifically different characters. Yeah. They were different characters. Like one was just like. Did a he cool... have a different 
haircut kind of yeah like we wore a letterman jacket one of the times and was like the the captain of the football team kind of thing but right. he, you know what i mean like you have they were basically all like the heartthrob but he can't he shows up in like three different seasons as three different characters and i they did that like with a couple different characters they did that with another character who like had glasses on and takes his glasses off to reveal that that's kind of fun though i like that it's because sitcoms back in the 90s had no, no real continuity the way they do today like people they aired episodes out of like well were... i mean not not just sitcoms did this True, like yeah. star X- star trek X-Files had, had every single of... every single star trek has had jeffrey combs come on and play a different character in like multiple different times in every no, but what I'm rendition saying, of star trek what i'm saying is star trek and x-files also did do this thing and blossom and a lot fresh prince and a lot of sitcoms and tv shows of the air where they they aired shows for the what time of the year it was for tv not in order of like when the when the episode takes place in the story because tv was like always must see or uh, uh appointment watching like you had to see it or it was gone forever unless you've recorded it or it was in syndication and in in uh, reruns so you would watch an episode and then the next week it might just be like I don't know what's going on because last week it was supposed to be like a thing happened but none of the episodes really bled together like they do now also so it was you were able to do things like that you know have somebody yeah. show up for sweeps week and then have them show but up it's also fun season. right like it's like a thing where you're, you're like oh it's jeffrey combs he's back he's playing a, a weird different alien this time now he's playing a ferengi now he's playing a weird blue guy now he's playing uh a ghost that <laughs> seems like an in joke with the with the cr- makers oh yeah show, but i mean you go to a star trek convention and you can bring like 15 different headshots to jeffrey combs's table <laughs> to get him to sign you know he's he's in it so much but i mean I, I i think it's the same thing where it's also like the showrunners like working with that actor they yeah. know that it gets eyeballs on the show it may be confusing it, to a I, I have another theory corner, actually. I have another theory corner for... Oh, God. <laughs> this is like That'll make too sense. many theories in one episode. That'll make sense when we have the soundbite. It's made. We just have to implement it. But uh, I have a theory. So this kid... What's what's his name again? Justin, Justin Whalen. Justin Roiland. Justin Whalen was in the early 2000s Dungeons and Dragons movie, which, like, yeah. knows nose dove flopped it was supposed to be a big summer movie and it just did i just saw that movie trash. in theaters <laughs> it sucked i watched it, it good? i watched it too it's like it's my, funny like, i mean like it's funny bad it's got like, a it's, wayans brother in it so it's like that caliber it's it's got a movie mm, i also think that john malkovich is in it am i wrong I th- is he the bad guy there's an episode of how did this get no made. it's it's uh jeffrey irons yeah jeremy jeremy irons. jeremy irons there's an episode of uh the great the great podcast called how did this get made um where yeah. they cover it and they rip it to shreds and it's really funny but anyway he's in this and then if you look at his imdb the oh. next movie he's in is a movie from 2004 which was definitely straight to dvd called oh. slammed which was like a rest a movie about wrestling like professional wrestling with like nobody in it but like playboy models no i had never heard of it until i until i so i think until i looked up this thing i would do want to watch it because it's got a bunch of people in it like it's got a bunch of hilarious like sitcom actors of the era and uh it's weird because like he was in all these things throughout the 90s he does this movie and then after that he's doing like voices on straight to dvd movies and he's in shitty like low budget F tier movies and stuff like B movies. And it's, it's crazy that that movie probably 
that movie is probably what destroyed his career because it bombed so hard. And he was like, his his good his you know he was old now. He's an old man in two thousand after the nineties. Him being a third rate Justin Taylor Thomas. That's right. Justin I'm gonna look, Taylor Thomas. I'm gonna look right down the fucking barrel of this camera and say that Justin Whalen is a third rate JTT. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. What did I say? <laughs> you said Justin Taylor Thomas. No, I said Jonathan Taylor Thomas. No, you didn't. Okay, well, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not drinking tonight, so I'm not as quick on my toes. And also, I've been <laughs> fucked up on cold medication for the last six days. So that's all right. My brain is, uh, a, is a sieve. Anyway, Chucky kills this guy, and then he <laughs> looks up on the internet where Andy is, so somehow he can just like figure out where somebody is on the internet because that's how the internet works. Yep. Uh, in they don't even show you just show him typing and then now he knows yeah. that he's he's at a he's like where's Andy and he uh, finds out that he's going to military school or military academy or whatever and then I groaned yeah me too it's but... fine like it ends up being fine it's a pretty good backdrop for a Chucky movie but I hate we talked about this on in the chat we both sort of get groany about Anytime there's like a kid's military academy, because I said out loud, I was just talking to myself while I was watching this movie, because I was like real hyped to like, I'm doing this, I'm watching this movie, I'm going to get real into it. And I was like, oh, it's an academy. Oh, he's, he's, Andy's immediately going to be in a closet tied up or something. But it, then it's Andy walking into the room for the first time and opening the door to a kid being tied, like the nerdy kid. I thought Andy was going to be yeah. the nerdy kid, but he's sort of the, uh, like he's the reluctant the cool new kid. Yeah, it's the reluctant hero nuke cool new kid that like the one of two girls is immediately like you got that fucking Ooh. baby face that all the Also, 90s what girls a great like. intro to her fucking uh talking shit to uh the Shelton Lieutenant Colonel or whatever rank he wants to give himself or whatever. <laughs> yeah, junior lieutenant piss boy dildo. That's yeah. what we've decided, right? How about But how he's about... the perfect person for that role. This he kid, nailed. okay. He had the most punchable face, and he looks a lot like uh, that that guy from We're the Millers, and he's playing uh, Adam. Um, the guy with the eyebrows. Adam Warlock in the new Guardians movie. Right. Uh, fuck. What's his name? I don't he, know his name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um and British how, brows. Yeah. How how about um Will Poulter? How about this? How about how they keep calling him a boy? in a really weird way. And I guess there's no other word for it. Like a guy is kind of informal, but this, this new boy really did not sound good to my ears when he called him the new boy. I mean, he is the new boy, <laughs> but like boy is such a weird, it just didn't sound good in my like character or whatever. It just didn't sound good. Not, I don't How mean about like those boots, though? Those were super shiny. Steps onto the scene. Right. Have you guys ever had to shine boots? No. Well, I don't think so. I was in Air Cadets for like a week. I was in Air Cadets for like a couple months, too. Yeah, for a couple months. The, the Rockathon was coming up, and I couldn't get a rocking chair, so I quit. I uh, I didn't get a uh, I didn't get a Secret Santa gift, and one person got two, so I quit. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> That seems like an oversight. That seems like a super villain fucking origin <laughs> story. I didn't get one, but one guy got two, so I quit. So I turned into a doll, and I started... and now I and now I'm making pipe bombs in my basement. So anyway, I started blasting Andy. 
Uh, so he gets to military school. He has the little brief introduction to the, you know, I don't know. He's like the, the colonel or what? You're I don't a know. new he's boy, like, huh? I think he's the commandant of the school. He's like a dean or whatever, like a principal. And you know the actual colonel? Yeah, the yeah. guy who's in charge of the school, the who looks a man. lot like a warden I had once in, uh, like, like a. I worked in a warehouse in my early twenties, and he looks like exactly like him. But uh, he keeps asking him questions, and Andy keeps answering them. <laughs> and this guy <laughs> keeps going like, "I know how to read." And, what do you mean, though? Why are you here? And he's like, I'm telling you, what the fuck? Like, I, I was so upset because I'm like, that's how I would have answered the questions, too. I would have given them him the information he's asking me like for. Literal. Yeah. Yeah. But he's asking me some philosophical question. And it's like, dude, come on, man. If you want to if you to... want me to give you a philosophical answer, you have to say, why do you think you yeah. are here? Yeah, yeah you got to literally you tried to kill me on two different yeah. occasions. Movies. They put me in foster <laughs> families, and I couldn't, I couldn't deal because to uh, once again a homicidal doll tried to kill me two different times, and I yeah. just kind of aged out of it. And now I'm 18, so here I am. I've, <laughs> I've been in in situations like this in my life, especially in my youth, where where people of authority asked me questions like this, and I gave them very literal answers in the way that that I thought they were asking. And they yeah. would get so frustrated with yeah. me. Like sometimes they would yell at me and it's, I would not understand why I was I'm like, I don't know what you mean. It's, it's like, like I when you're in a job interview and they're like, So why do you want this job? You can't just say, Because I need to pay my bills. Yeah. Yeah, like, you can. But good luck getting hired. Good luck getting hired. But that's I think adults when they ask kids, it's the same kind of thing. It's like you're in a job interview and they want to hear like a bigger answer than just like I don't well, fuck because a doll you gotta ask the two times that. tried right. to kill me. My mother's in a I mental do the same institution. Thing, Steve. I like to be very literal. Or actually, I kind of do it on purpose. Sometimes it's not on purpose, but sometimes it is on purpose. Where I just I get, I, I'm literally answering what they're asking. I get very upset and confused if somebody is asking me a vague question and is expecting more from me. I'm like, if you want a more detailed answer, you have to specifically tell me that, yeah, or I'm yeah, not going to understand you. Uh, it. it reminds me of like, there's a TikTok where there's like this girl and she's standing in front of her mom and her mom has like a really hot pot and she's holding mom's holding it by the, <laughs> the handles and the girl keeps trying to grab it by the bottom. And she just keeps yelling. It's hot on the bottom. It's hot on the bottom. Like we all know what she means. The mom it's hot yeah. on the bottom. So don't put your hands there. But she's yeah. not telling her any more information. She just keeps yelling at her daughter that it's hot on the bottom. Yeah. And I'm like, and then, she doesn't understand what you're saying in the fact that it's hot on the bottom is not enough information for her to know that she can't touch the bottom. You need <laughs> to say, grab it by the handles or put it down and let her grab it. The, and it's, you're just like, it like frustrates me beyond belief because I'm like, she like you're yelling at her like she's stupid but it's because you haven't given her enough information that yep. she's not understanding what you're saying <laughs> anyway it's a common trait of of people with you know autism it's when you're thinking two three four steps ahead like you're already yeah you know when I mean? you're mega brained that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> not because your brain can't like you need to be told what to do specifically or ask a question in a specific way. Or you're just not getting enough information. Or you're Kaylin and you're playing 4D chess. That's that's probably what it is. Oh, uh, yeah. Kaylin has like three chess boards. <laughs> like, I know exactly how to deal with this situation. Kaylin's a beautiful mind is what I just learned. 
so then he gets introduced to his fellow schoolmates and we meet the lady whose name is De Silva, I think. And then we meet yeah. the Yeah, Christine nerd, De Silva. The nerd guy who is basically just like, you know Whitehurst. I wrote Whitehurst. down Whitehausen and White Whitler. Because I couldn't learn Whitehausen. I couldn't remember his name. Whitehausen. Whitehausen. Uh, who is sort of like a, he's kind of sort of like Jewish coded nerd sort of thing. Like he's very like stereotypically built as like a like a like a Woody Allen ish character. Yeah, which you know is fine but it's also kind of boring and you're like this is at this point this type of character is like so prevalent everywhere that you're like okay we know exactly who you are you're a coward and you're gonna be a coward it's a trope that never dies though it's 1991 now and it had been used through the through the 80s pretty liberally and it never really goes away there's all you know horror movies especially it's Mm -hmm. always just that nerd yeah. And nowadays it's different. Sometimes they're just like a gamer and they're just like, I know what I'm doing because I play video games. I think the house on, I think uh, Cabin in the Woods has like, he's like a gamer. Like the nerd is like, I play video games. Um, no, he's, like, he's game, just like, he's like a he's super smart. Like he's into philosophy, but he, oh, yeah. he's really high all the time. That's right. his, what, yeah. what did you say, Kalen? You guys see that escape room movie? No. I, me and Jason both worked for escape rooms for so long that we probably both were like, ugh. Yeah. When those movies, <laughs> I think you might like it. I think you might well, like it. The thing is, is though, when those movies came out too, like that's kind of an older franchise now. I wasn't even, I couldn't, I still couldn't really handle psychological horror gore like that. Like I'm still like right. watching yeah. The Walking Dead from my covers like this. <laughs> Which I started watching. I have such a, the last stuff is just so good that, I, ha- I watched all of Chernobyl to get, like, just to get my fix of, like, that style of, like, that look. And now I'm like, you know what? Between episodes, I need something. And the I'm watching The Walking Dead, and I'm in season eight. And it's very similar because the zombies are sort of, like, an afterthought by then. And it's more the interpersonal drama. It's so much worse. It's so much worse. Like, it's poorly written. With Without yeah. the zombies, it's just bad, bad writing. <laughs> Just bad people in a bad world in a bad, bad situation. Writing. But yeah. it's it's scratching that itch because The Last of Us. If you're not watching The Last of Us, go watch The Last of I'm Us. I'm not, but I'm good. I've never been. <clears throat> I think I don't have what crave. you should do is play the first game before you watch the show. I think you would enjoy the yeah, game. Yeah, true. A lot. You have a PlayStation 5. You should play more than Fortnite and Fall Guys on it. <laughs> that you hurts twist. my heart. You, even you have, fucking hair pervert. You even have Speaking play- of hair perverts, let's get back on track. Just, you have a PlayStation you have PlayStation Platinum too. You there's so many fucking games. You could be like The Last of Us is on there. I have to pay for them though. Or like a lot of them. It's not like I get them for free. The there's la- a couple gotta, free no, ones. The last, last of Us 1 has got to be no, the last super of us cheap part or one. The Last of Us Part One is cheaper, but The Last of Us cheaper, yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Like, but The Last wow. of Us Remastered, the the PS4 one, is on there for free. Oh, gotcha. We'll talk after the show. Yeah, you could probably. <laughs> Yo, good it. thing that package uh, wasn't fragile, right? Oh, when he when the kid oh drops it, yeah. He, I, <laughs> I like just wanted, and then... I would, I just wanted to hear like, ah, fuck. Yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Going down the stairs. Every yeah. time they grab him by like his hair or his neck, or they throw him in the trash, or they grab him by a leg. I just, yeah, because he, just he definitely audience. feels pain, yes. right? Like he every time he gets stabbed or shot or cut, he's he screams he's in like, pain. Ah! So, yeah, he's so he definitely feels the knife it. out and blood goes. So. Like I don't know if he feels his hair getting pulled, but I feel like if he got bashed around in a box down a staircase, he would be like not very happy. About <laughs> well, how about it. this for a theory? You know how um you know how in uh, Toy's story, like they come to life and then they fall and become toys again. What yeah. if what if Chucky, when he's in toy mode, doesn't yeah. feel any pain? I like that theory. But when he comes to life, like if you cut Chuck, like how could how does he never like been... turn it on and off somehow or whatever? Yeah, how has he never been cut open in toy mode? Would he bleed? Yeah, he would bleed. What do we know that? Yes. Yo, if a tree falls in the woods, no one's there. Does he bleed? In movies after this movie, he definitely gets stabbed and shit when he's in um, oh, okay. when he's in toy mode. Yeah, yeah, but those ones aren't canonical. They are. They are canonical. They are that's, the, that's, the, that's the most beautiful this part. This is one of the of things about the Chucky franchise. Yeah, that's why it's better than Freddy. It's better than Jason. It's better than all of them. Is because they all canonically. Line they don't up. like. Is it Freddy? Freddy's canonical, isn't it? It might I mean, be, but there might be some retconning I, happening in Friday the so, Thirteenth, like, and the new nightmare is like the new nightmare is like Wes Craven as a character, and he's like, yeah. I made Freddy, and then I, but I, meta. I prayed on a book when I did it, and I accidentally brought him to life. So it's like the Freddy from the early movies were movies that were released, and then in New Nightmare, it's like he's come out of the. Oh, movie. okay, okay. Yeah, I have so a, I have a Home Alone of it all slash theory corner for this one too. Bring it. The home alone of it all, you would think, is when they, sh- when he like, gets when the when the kid is dropping the Chucky doll down the stairs and like opens them, to re- and the doll reveals himself. You would think that's the home alone of it all. Check gotcha. this out. I think the home alone of it all is literally more in line with Home Alone the movie, and the home alone of it all is the sequence starting when they are li- like getting ready to go do war games. Because that whole sequence is the most interesting part. When he changes the, the, the whole balls with live rounds? Yeah, like when they're all standing, getting ready, and they're t- he's like, well, the guy died, but we'll be damned if we don't just do war games anyway. And the reason gotcha, why yeah. I think that is because everything up to that point is explanation for things that happen during the actual war games. Yeah, I think as soon as Chucky starts reloading those guns, that would be considered the home alone of it all. Yeah, I think, I think that's what I'm going to say for this one, because... It's it's real easy to just say once we see the main character that's the home alone of it all. I think we have to. I think I want to be a little bit more nuanced with it. And sometimes it's literally like twenty minutes exposition, and then the aliens land, and then that's the home alone of it all because we want to see, you know, the alien alien. Mm. That's, that's but I mean, a... he doesn't do a lot of like he doesn't do a lot of Chuckying. No, like he doesn't that, a lot of homes very much. Yeah, and like yeah. you know. <laughs> The, the death in the the garbage compactor is kind of lame. You know, we get the scene where, he, where you know, the kid opens the package. Chucky, Chucky pops out and goes like, wah. And then he's like, what the? Who the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> you're not supposed to open packages that aren't addressed to you, kid. And you're like, okay. Could he not see him the whole time? I guess that ties in with your point, Jason, when he's like toy mode versus Chucky mode or whatever. Well, the package was fully wrapped until covered, he, yeah. yeah. 
Well, it was just opened a little bit to see that it was a buddy doll, but it was like it was covered, and then he opens it, and then he pops out and like attacks the kid. The, yeah. The the fucking scene with the trash compactor is another example of like pre like Home Alone. No, no, no. I, I'm sorry. I'm switching gears a little bit here. I'm it back to like the horror psychological horror in this movie. It's scarier mm. to not show that and just know it happened. Yeah. and try to show some dumb version of it happening. I know the arm thing happened and that was just like hokey, but the like the implication of that happening to a person like dying in slow motion, like if they had not added the grinder, the comically which I'm like which doesn't what? It, it's not a thing. <laughs> I don't think that's how that trash works. is literally just pressed in like Maybe in, it was Old, uh, old. Uh, well, actually, have you any of you guys been in the states? Maybe the states have uh, garbage trucks like that. No, they have garbage. Don't disposals think any like that. garbage truck exists with a <laughs> giant grindy spike wheel inside of it. Hey, I, I didn't know that garbage disposals or a garburator were so ridiculous. They're literally like nightmare fuel. Yeah, it chops up the food. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really no, that, that big Canada. that big cylinder with the spikes on it, I was like, this is Is this wild. a Ninja Turtles movie? And even in well, Ninja Turtles. The, the, the Ninja goes... Turtles, the yeah, but the Ninja Turtles Yo, Shredder's yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but like the, the I'm, I'm trying to say that the press in Ninja Turtles is more disturbing to me than the big grindy wheel. Like that's true. Actually, that's true. Yeah, just that's the way that like his bits are being bent, like the metal yeah. bits and stuff, and yeah. like it and just like is the, the garbage truck we've all seen a million times that we know exists. He's being crunched into like a cube or whatever. Either way, the psychological horror of that to the viewer is leaps and bounds. But like, he does like five kills in the whole movie. Like the first kill, trash compactor, throat slit. Guy has a heart attack, which he has no part of, or like, except for being like two, like scares him twice. Uh, gets the kid shot. He kills the he kills the uh, the security guard with a gun, and that's it. That's six kills. He has six kills in this movie. He never kills too many people, though. He's not like he doesn't have a massive body count in any movie. But true. the kills eh, in this true. movie are the first one. He only has like four. The kill, but the kills are like you know they're either like mysterious off-screen kills where we know what's going on, but they don't, or they're like creative. But in this movie, they all kind of feel a little boring. I think the funniest kill is the heart attack. Like out of all of them, I'm like, he gets so scared that he died. And like, even Chucky's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like you, you died because I'm so scary as a talking doll with a knife. Holy shit. Hello, rusty trombone six. Welcome to the chat. Welcome back. Um, what are they asking? Just hello. They just said hello. uh, I just, when people come into the chat, I like to acknowledge them. So I don't think that we're, um, on one of those live we're replays. recording yeah. we're not real we're not really here because i don't want <laughs> when i when i posted our um pre-recorded episode a few weeks ago we lost viewers <laughs> or we lost followers somehow i don't know how that correlates but it says right in the thing it's like you gotta tell people when you're doing a rerun because you'll it's gonna make people confused and people confuse easily something i've learned over my years just I'm like everybody in Child's Play 3. They're We're talking about so Child's Play 3. Deaths. Yeah. But nobody thinks there's any foul play. Um, one thing that I that is never addressed is the barber's death. Like, they never really bring it up. That Like, it happens in the middle of the day, then they send all the kids out, and there's no, like, they don't call all the kids back 
to be like, hey, somebody got fucking straight up murdered in the barber room. Is it is it ironic? That's like the definition of irony, right? It's what? A, I would say it's a little to, to to be so so not enthusiastic, but to be so adamant to want to cut people's hair so that they don't get their hair pulled, so that they don't get their neck slit, and then you get your neck slit. Yeah, no, that's, that's dramatic irony. irony. That's no, dramatic irony. it would be ironic if he died because of his short hair somehow. <laughs> that, that would be irony. It's steeped in irony. Okay. Irony is a complicated concept, <laughs> but the way that Kalen just presented it, I would, I would say personally that I would consider that to be ironically coded. <laughs> I like using that. I Steve, I noticed I said something coded at the beginning of the show, and then you did it, and I like that. I like that. I like it. I like it. I like. Dude, what am I doing? Remote. I think he likes that you don't like it or something. No, you, oh, no, yeah. you do. You do like it. You said coded the way that I used coded earlier. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, we were introduced to all of our our characters. They, you know, they're not really interesting, but at the same time, most of the characters from all of the Chucky movies start off kind of boring. And I think the only one that becomes semi interesting is uh, De Silva, because she's so competent. She's so good at literally everything that she does. Um, but she also is not a shit heel character. You know, usually that type of character is like, don't fucking talk to me. You yeah. newbie piece of shit. You don't She's even know how to shoot again. As, the bo- as the bully. Yeah. But she right away takes him under the wing, which is nice. And it's something that kind of, you know, it, it comes over from the other movies. Like he's always got somebody that he can rely on. And she is that in this movie. You think maybe it's going to be the nerd, but he is so very unreliable in every single way. Uh, but she teaches him how to shoot a gun, which comes into play later in the finale. Um, but, you know, I didn't really believe the romance between them. It's very weak. You know, they don't have enough meat on the bone there to kind of make you believe it. But it's fine. It's fine for what it is. And you can't really complain about it because the movie would suffer if it wasn't there. I want to talk about the hair pervert. <laughs> Can we talk about the hair pervert? Let's talk like, about the hair pervert. Talk about the talk hair about pervert, the... Steve. Yeah. Okay. So there's a character who is played by the same actor who is the dad from the first Hellraiser movie. He's also in Deep Space Nine playing Garrick, the Taylor Cardassian weirdo he's also kind of a pervert in that where he's just like got these wide eyes and he's like i can fit you for a suit this afternoon if you want to stop by my shop but in this he's like when's the last time you got a haircut you freaks (laughs) i love cutting hair and you know sometimes i feel like he it's when he's going like when he's going through the mess hall i was like oh that guy's got long hair but then he skips over him doesn't even say anything i'm like how are you gonna you be all, and then, you, you know what I'm saying? I guess. I mean, he probably had, like, certain permissions and contracts of people he was allowed to touch and people he wasn't allowed to touch during that scene. Are you talking about in the movie? Specific, like, as far as... Yeah, like, as part of the scene direction, it would be less interesting if he was just randomly grabbing at everybody. But uh, <laughs> No, I hear what you're saying, but as far as being in real life of the movie, it doesn't make any fucking sense. 
Maybe they, that hair was up to code. You never also, know. fucking Andy, didn't he just get his haircut? Yeah. How's he supposed to, like... He's That's like, why he gave him a week. He gave him a whole week. He's like, this thing, you're going to need another cut in a week. Some people's hair grows faster than other people's hair. That's true, okay. especially as a teenager. And this kid, um, or this hair pervert, really like wanted everybody's hair super short, but didn't cut it super short. I don't know. He's kind of a weird... <laughs> That that way they come back so he can get them again. Yeah, he just I think he just likes he likes short hair, but he also likes cutting hair. Maybe he's um a he hair pervert. <laughs> Maybe he eats the hair. No, he only he really only wanted to cut the dude's hair. I couldn't really tell actually. Let's let, let's analyze this for a second. No, girls have different rules. They're allowed to have long hair. Yeah, true, but he well, I mean, GI Jane had to shave her head. Jane uh, the, oh, well. My point, though, is he goes up to her and she just kind of flips her hair at him. And he just moves on. So I don't. I think he might. He's be like, oh, maybe witchcraft. Little... No, because so I looked at that as he knows he can't force her to cut it because at the time of when this movie takes place, they had different rules or, for. Yeah. Or also, he was. This is a school. It's not the actual military. So there's probably even less rules that happen here <laughs> involving hair. You know, Maybe it's not he just liked the real cutting men's hair. Maybe. I think it's also just a funny character trope that <laughs> I find to be entertaining. He reminded that me he, of a... a weird creep going through the mess hall while people are eating, grabbing them by the hair, telling them to come back. Come to me on Tuesday. You know, in you, the... Monday, you later today. You know, in the, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> you know, in the Ernest movies, how he plays a bunch of different characters. This reminded me of an Ernest character. That's all I could think about while I was watching this. Is uh, is Jim yeah. Varney playing this this barber hair pervert and then talking really close to the camera about wanting You're to cut like, people's hair. Your hair is too long. Your you hair gotta go down long. my hair gutting. We should also mention that the hair pervert had locks of hair all over his walls with pa- with pictures and their hair. Yeah, I was trying to figure to out what those pictures were. Never and... paid off. Just a th- weird detail. Maybe he's like, this is how long your hair has to be before it needs another cut because like you know some hair is curly Maybe it's, some hair is that's straight. how long this person's hair was and then they died because they oh, got their shit. throat slit jesus <laughs> i'm thinking that like different types of hair texture different types of hair like uh consistency curly straight dark you know all these different things play into like what he considers to be the <laughs> the haircut that is appropriate for that person. So that answers your question is like why this guy can have longer hair because his hair is able to be in a box shape so he can keep his hair a little bit longer. Whereas (laughs) this guy whose hair is curly and can't go into the box shape, he needs that thing cut Tuesday or else. (laughs) Or else this man will have a, a hairy, perverted heart attack. But he's also he's also an asshole about it too. When when Whitehall yeah. or Whitehauser or whatever the fuck his name is. Whitehorse. Whitehorst. Whitehurst. Um uh, when he's in the chair and he they keep telling this kid that he's like the most useless, worthless yeah. cadet ever. He's cutting his hair and he's he's shaving around like the bottom part of the back of his hair and he's doing it so hard that like in the movie his neck is clearly red. Like he like <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck and then he buzzes the back of his ear and it unlocked a core memory for me the one time my mom took me to 
a barber, like an old school barber, instead of a like her her hairstylist. The one just... time my mom took me to a military barber. Well, no, <laughs> this like, guy. I I mean like a you know like a barber shop. Like, like a barber versus yeah. salon or whatever. versus like a salon where they're like really nice to you and they and they treat you real nice. Or an old man yeah. who's been cutting hair for forty five years from the military. Who used to cut it in the military. He cut the fucking. He cut my ear. Like he cut a little chunk off my ear and i i never, <laughs> never went, went back. back i was fucked up. uh yeah that was my when dad's he buzzed, when he buzzed the back of his <laughs> it sucked dude it scared yeah. the shit out of me i was bleeding my mom was furious um but when he i had a play in drama class that was that exact scene you were like cutting somebody's hair and then you no was... my my scene partner was cutting my hair and i was like ow you snipped my ear it's like so sorry madame and I'm like, I want to speak to the to the to the owner, manager. to the hair manager. It's <laughs> like, but I am the manager. I am the hair manager. Well, then I demand a refund, and he's like, well, sit down and we'll try it again. I'm like, okay. yes, and <laughs> that, that, that was a scene, a play. What the fuck? That sounds like an exercise. It's like the yeah, it, next, it's like yeah. that episode of Looney Tunes. You guys were just recreating the Bugs Bunny hair hair barber episode. Uh, with Elmer Fudge, with Elmer Fudge. <laughs> yeah, I I also had a, a similar thing, Jason. My dad took me to his barber, and I hated. They were too aggressive with my scalp. That they too. were like <laughs> manhandling me and shit. And I was like, "This is." I was terrible. literally seven or eight, and I. I want to go like to yesterday. like a. I want to go to like a young Italian gay man who's like, "Hello," and like treating me gently. I want like, to just like snipping my, and buzzing appropriately. Who has uh, you know? large breasts and she rests the breasts on on the arm now you're the hair pervert hey i don't want that now i want something to be as far away from me as possible when they cut my hair preferably i cut old... my own hair actually now. now i do want an old man but at a salon not a classic barber <laughs> the guy that cuts my hair now my like, how the tables have turned. he's like an old lebanese man and he kind of like can like read my vibe so like he's like he's like leaning as you're leaning, but he's like leaning yeah, away. Exactly. He's like, he's like want, breathing at the same in unison with you. <laughs> do you want me to get the hot towel? I'm like yeah. Every snip towel. is like to your heart rhythm. And then he like, gets right in there. No, when he does my beard, he like lines up my beard. He gets right in there with the straight razor, and it's like yes. And I'm like yes. It's very yeah, weird. That, it's, it's that's probably a very old experience. gay man. He used to be a young gay man, and now he's just an old gay man. <laughs> well, he treats me right. I thought I wanted the young guy to give me a more hip young haircut but now this dude he no. just he knows how to make my bald spot look not so bald because he he himself is bald so he's that's like none of this is hat. real my that's whole head I, is a bald spot that's not why i'm wearing a hat i just had really bad i took a shower and i didn't comb my hair so i had an afro we can get a magic marker and just like draw like a head of hair <laughs> i could we've I, we've, <laughs> we've strained so far away from the character of the hair pervert and now we're just talking about our own hair Let's go back. I, I think instead of saying tracks this episode, 13, I'm going to go. I'm going to say. woman when I'm 13. Oh, my God. breasts on my shoulder while she massages my scalp and cuts my hair. What is I, this? I will say this. Having someone else wash your like hair feels it's really awesome. good. Like, massage your. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, go ahead, uh, Stephen. Go the uh, hair pervert. What do you want to say, man? I think instead of tracks this episode, I'm going to go, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Any? Oh, we lost two. We want. We lost three viewers. So I can't imagine Maybe they why. Maybe don't have any hair. <laughs> I can't imagine why we would lose <clears throat> two viewers during that conversation. Uh, so we got him 
saying, what does he say to him? He says, uh, surprise, or you know, he goes like, voila, you're done, or something, or abracadabra, you're done. That sounds about right, yeah. And then Chucky, he pulls Chucky out, he wants to cut Chucky's hair, and Chucky's got long, wiry straw his hair. Is, his hair. hair is getting more and more insane as this movie goes on, I will say. Oh, you wait until you watch The Bride of Chucky, what his hair looks like. It's wild. Chucky <laughs> in the next movie is so... It's like the Chucky in my mind when I think of Chucky. Yeah, and he's all stitched together in that one. Yeah, too, right? somebody yeah. stapled his ass back together. Um, Isn't it like a big horseshoe? No, he still has hair, but it's like it's like a re- really crazy receding hairline and still like a patch on top, but it like goes straight up. He looks wild. Yeah, he looks like he got electrocuted. Big horseshoe. Big horseshoe. Yeah. horseshoe generally means you have no hair on top and only on the sides when you say horseshoe and revolving what? I thought... hair. Oh, 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 yeah, I see. Okay, that kind of... Okay, yeah, you're right. My bad. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm glad that you... I was thinking of a front horseshoe. Yeah, a reverse horseshoe. Uh, yeah. That's just a horf hoof horf sitting on top of your head. You said horf uh, hoof. Horf hoof? Look at my It's hooves. a horf hoof. Uh, okay. <laughs> so he uh, he puts Chucky in the chair. He's going he's gonna to do it. Then Chucky slits his throat. But he does like a, a fun, like close, slow zoom of the buzzer to his face. And then uh, we get finally some fucking real blood in this movie that isn't a weird severed arm on just resting on top of a that arm on top of the garbage truck was just pathetic man yeah not good you say prosthetic yeah like pathetic prosthetic prosthetic was pathetic yeah 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 (laughs) so anyway it's up there, it's bad, and then when he gets the throat slit, you know, the bright red blood, the Tim Burton blood, we love it. Thick, red, so good. And uh, we also get a good shot of what's his name? Whitehall coming back, or whatever his name is. Whitehurst. And uh, he sees he sees the guy dead in the chair, and Chucky's standing there, and we've got a nice little wild, wide uh, uh, shot of Chucky just, like, turning to the screen. And being like, boom, or whatever, and he runs away. I love when Chucky is unapologetically like, I don't care that you saw me. Like, he's not trying to be like, and like running into the corner. He just looks directly at you and is like, ah. Yeah, he, he literally. <laughs> no one's going to believe ah. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is always great. Just like Bill Murray. Can you extrapolate on what that means, please? Hmm. Any of those Bill Murray stories? There is I one. Know. I know oh, there is okay. one story where he told the person, "No one's gonna believe you." Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> That's too. hilarious. Where he shows up at a house party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like he does a wedding crash. There's yeah. a lot of them. There's yeah. a lot. That's great. I, I, I want a level of celebrity that I, I want something in between Bill Murray showing up at a house party and it going viral, or not even nobody saying anything about it. And uh, my own meal at um, McDonald's. Your own? Oh, your own. Both meal, of like, those are extreme <laughs> celebrity. <by laughs> what would your McDonald's meal look like? Oh, oh, I'll tell you right now what it would be. I'll tell you right now. God, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Yeah, junior chicken, a double cheeseburger, a McGriddle. On the same sandwich? No, all these are all in the meal. Um, oh, so instead of like a burger and fries, it's three burgers. I'm not done. <laughs> Medium fries, a hash brown, 
Um, but you have to get a, di- a can of diet, a can of Coke Zero from another location, like from a convenience store. Dollar store, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when when is the what are you doing before you order this meal? Like, what is the situation where someone would order this meal? Wasted. Wasted. Okay, or that's, that makes sense. Lunchtime. Do they, so? Do they get a deal? No. It's the okay. same. It's the, It's like two dollars more than like a Big Mac meal, probably. But like, it's just so much food. I thought it'd be funny to if one of these celebrities, like if Jack Black got a fucking <laughs> McDonald's meal, and it was just like. $29 and it's just like seven burgers. <laughs> Sorry, yo, Steve. Me, yo, actually, Jason, were you were you still at BP when we made like a little uh pyramid of, of sliders? He, I was there for sliders, but Yeah. There's I there's one night where I got off work and I, I'm pretty sure that this, if my memory serves me, I got off work and then I ordered some uh sliders. And I either asked you or Brad yeah. to do them up as like a pyramid. I remember that now, actually. And it was awesome. And all the patrons in the restaurant were like, oh, my God, let me get that, too. Andy. Andy. <laughs> I'm going to be your best he friend forever, Andy. Tyler was upset that he was going to look like a wuss. But I would argue that he looks even scarier with smeared lipstick all over his face. I like that after that moment, Chucky goes... This means war. Yeah. Like this means actually, war. I I made a note about that because he I I knew I thought he was going to get up and say something homophobic, but then knowing that uh, Brad Man uh, John Mancini, what's the guy's name? Don. Brad Dourif. Don no Don Mancini is like you know an out gay man. Like I hope he is because I just doubted him. Um, Don Mancini just messaged me. He said, yes. how, how could you, you Jason? I've been in the closet for 25 It's a personal moment. That's a very Andy. personal thing to do, uh, Andy. Um, <laughs> but the, the thing is, is like he probably wouldn't write some homophobic shit in because he doesn't. He hates that, obviously. But, the but thing also is, Chucky hates that. Obvious. Right. Especially in the later in this TV show, he's very like he's very pro. Whatever you do behind closed doors, I'm into. You know, do what you want. Um, but he, but this means war is so on the nose that I really felt like you couldn't come up with anything else. Yeah, I mean, he, he. I I think that you were right earlier, where like the lipstick on the doll and the guy that he probably had like a moment that he had in mind to make it seem w- much weirder that he died like that. Um, but you know, like Don Mancini, like in the seed of Chucky does sort of like a weird commentary on like gender nonconformity as like the entire sort of like crux of one of the characters where like Chucky wants the child to be a boy. And uh, what's her name? What's the, what's her name? Uh, Jennifer Tilly. Her character. I can't remember what her, her doll's name is. She wants it to, she wants the the kid to be uh, a girl and the, the seed of Chucky is like, I don't know what I'm <laughs> supposed to be. And like, they don't have any genitals or anything. So like, it's, it's all this like weird thing where it, like, it doesn't really matter and you can decide for yourself. That's cool. And then later in the show, the, the TV show, the character, the main teen character is gay and he has like a crush on a boy and like Chucky 
has this like moment with him where he's just like, yeah, I got a queer kid. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he's non-binary, non-gender conforming, whatever you want to call it. And he's like, well, don't you hate him because of that? And then Chucky's like, I'm not a monster. Yeah, I'm not a monster. <laughs> like, I'm just a psychopathic killer. I just killer. pushed over a, a maid onto up, upturned <laughs> knives in a, in a dishwasher, impaling yeah. her face. See, that shit is like the goriest shit in any of the Chucky that I've seen. Um, there's a scene in the TV show, in one of the first episodes, where when Chucky gets to this house, he's like killing people, as he, as he does. And he pushes this maid over. He reveals himself to the maid, and she like runs from him, and she he she trips and like falls face first onto a bunch of knives pointing upwards, mm-hmm. and then when the when the the police are investigating the next day trying to figure it out, the one of the police officers is like, yeah, they they put the knives facing upwards because they think it'll clean them better, but like obviously Insane. this, is, this yeah. is the problem. This is why people shouldn't put knives facing upwards in their dishwashers. Yeah, but because you be might fair, trip. To be, impale your whole face. To on be them. fair, it was like six butcher knives. <laughs> like nobody had. It was too many knives. It yeah. was too many knives. Too many giant knives. Like what meal were you preparing that you had to use that many knives at once to put them all into the dishwasher at the same time? You know, ten A roast boar. Yeah. But also, they're a very rich family, so maybe this maid just cleans all the knives like once a week, no matter what, if they're dirty or not. She just like puts them all in there and they're like they have to be clean so there's or my rich kill it you just let that shit ride there's two moments in this movie i want to talk about that show chucky's like being over it ness and the first Mm -hmm. one we kind of touched on and that's the um him revealing himself to the the colonel the colonel like almost having a heart attack and then him fully revealing himself and the colonel just like has a full-on heart attack and falls down into like a glass table. And that was I think the con- the conceit of that scene was they wanted to fucking break this crazy glass table they show in multiple scenes. They yeah. wanted to he, he, they wanted him to smash it's got through some it. sort of like war recreation of miniatures yeah. inside it. And it it's like it a, a, an elaborate set piece or whatever. Yeah. And I was like that's so weird like Chucky like doesn't care like he but it's because like he doesn't want to be doing this. Like he, he did, he got woken from his slumber and then also he's trying to convince Tyler, who's a very easy patsy to, to convince, but Tyler is so dumb that he doesn't realize his like constant imminent danger. When Chuck, even though Chucky's like, I got to put my soul in your body. I don't know what else to tell you kid. And the kid's like, we're going to play tag. And I'm like, even Andy, like he wanted to be friends with Chucky but yeah. got over it real quick like but also like andy yeah andy like you're saying you got over it real very quick soon andy in the first two movies is like the first movie he's a naive kid who's found a friend who's talking to the doll and the doll is lying to him and you don't it's not revealed that chucky is like able to talk and stuff for so long in that first one second one he's terrified of chucky immediately and like the whole movie is him being like we can't allow chucky in the house like he'll fuck us up but this one tyler is almost like the opposite where he's so like invested in chucky that he doesn't realize until andy finally is like you gotta you gotta watch out for this guy's lying to you they're they're trying to recreate the the same thing from the first movie but it's it's not done as well But it's almost it's my point is is it's almost chucky's like undoing 
because he's trying so hard to like keep keep it together keep it together i'm gonna get this kid and if he would have just kept going a little bit longer because what happens yeah what happens is he's like okay kid uh, we're gonna we're gonna play hide the soul now and he's like i don't want to play that stupid game i want to play tag and he's like god damn it you fucking kid no he's it's like <laughs> it's cl- you're close but it's like He's like, I'm tired. Oh, yeah, I want to go tired. to sleep. I don't want to play that dumb game anymore. And then Chucky says, you're a real fucking drag. Yeah. You know, you know <laughs> that? <laughs> like, he got he so mad. Yeah, he, he cannot. He's He is over being a doll. You're right. Like, he just cannot pretend anymore. He can't be like, all right, we're best friends now. Let's play hide the soul. I think that He's if like, this. Fucker. I think that if this film series didn't take a break didn't take a seven year break and they kept shitting movies out every year it would have the quality and the amount that like don mancini cared would have continued to go down and then we 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 remember this as like a shitty for old franchise but because horror movies what they do is they do it's kind of like the mcu now where they do like groups of like three we need to have a it's kind of like an mcu tag moment as well because you do it every episode it's kind of like the mcu well, where okay serialized movies it'll be like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> jason talks about the mcu <laughs> look again. i have a lot of i have a lot of little <laughs> little things i like gimmicks okay but my <laughs> point right back you guys keep going sure my point is that it, it horror movies can reinvent themselves all the time and like like we've talked about chucky it's one long story, but it gets dark. It gets darker and grimmer and funnier. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the tone gets darker, but it gets more like meta and funny is what it's. Yeah. And like. I also think that like, he learned his lesson from this one where he's like, Oh, I don't, the gimmick of Chucky is not Chucky interacting with a fucking idiot child. Yeah. The gimmick of Chucky is Chucky. Chucky is the best part of Chucky. Chucky doing hilarious kills and yeah. You know, and girlfriend who's also a Chucky doll. And yeah. And like he, he realizes Chucky is the star. It's not about these kids who are like too soon. And it's not even really, about andy anymore it's about chucky being chucky and just trying to deal with the fact that he's a doll and maybe he's trapped as a doll forever but then it like you know he he wraps around again later in the cult of chucky and the curse of chucky and the tv show where he's like let's bring back these characters let's do the mcu thing where we're gonna bring back character or the like even the star wars thing this yeah. the legacy cool stuff star trek like- star trek is another one where they bring back people in the new series all the time yeah, but he's also like he's taking characters from his later Chucky movies, bringing them into the TV show, introducing new characters while also having like Chucky Buster Andy, like being like, I have my whole life has been wrapped up in trying to kill Chucky. <laughs> and he has like a Chucky in a closet, like a head of Chucky where it's got Charles Lee Ray, Ray's brain in it. But like also there's other Chucky's running around that also have Ch- Charles Lee Ray's brain inside of it, too. It's like it's cool man it's so good it's like a weird comic book uh story and i i love it that's why i'm I'm excited to watch um freddy for like the same reason because freddy very quickly i think we're gonna see in the next one he becomes the you know bugs bunny character more than the like he's established in the first two as like this nightmare but well yeah the the third one which we're gonna watch this month is i think not widely, but considered amongst lots of Freddy fans to be like one of the best Freddy movies. Like some people rank it at like the top of their list of I'm ex- all the Freddy. I'm movies. excited because it has the um. D- d- is it's this the, the Dream one? Warriors. Is this man. the one with the bathtub claw? This is the one where they realize they can fight back in Dream World. Yeah, they're like, I'm, I'm we so have dream so powers. <laughs> they like, they like fight. I'm doing. They like fight Freddy in their dreams with their with their own dream powers. It's pretty cool. 
Yeah, but he becomes way more Bugs Bunny-ish going yeah, forward. I mean, it, but it's still threatening. He he becomes super Bugs Bunny in like the the fourth, fifth, and sixth. Like he's like literally Looney Tunes. Like, oh, bitch! He just says bitch like every five <laughs> seconds. You're like, oh god, they kind of missed the point. The but the third one, uh, I mean, this is kind of the, one of the weaker child's play movies the third friday the 13th i think this is the one we finally get the mask the jason mask but like it is riddled with 3d gimmicks like you're i'm not gonna watch it on 3d because i don't have the ability to watch it on 3d but like it's a lot of like this don't worry i got your back like jason's playing a trombone like yeah i think it has the the infamous somebody walking around a corner and taking an axe to the face but like like and then, close. like, the thing comes at you, or yeah. like somebody turning around with a two by four, like, oh, excuse me. Like, oh, which it's 3D. I, I've told you guys this story on the show, I think, maybe before you were on the show, Steve, but I saw the third Harold and Kumar movie in theaters. But after, yeah. when it was only on regular screens, like, the, they only had the 3D effect for like a minute because it's the 3D movie. It was a Christmas movie. They probably only had it on, the, on a 3D screen for like a weekend because nobody fucking cares about the third Harold and Kumar. And that movie is like wall-to-wall like ooh, ooh. there's like a Christmas it's funny tree on in fire a funny scene. movie yeah well yeah I mean like 3D fun is fun but watching a 3D movie in not 3D it's like off-putting and weird and Kalen's like, the only one that's gonna actually probably watch it in 3D for real <laughs> Jason's like Whoa. I mean Kalen's like oh <laughs> 10 out of 10 this movie fucking rules <laughs> Uh, speaking of 10 out of 10, we're coming up on 11. I think that we've covered everything up until the War Games. So if, if Steve, you want to run us down on the uh, the War Games. Yeah, okay, so the War Games in the, in the movie, basically it's kind of like capture the flag, I guess. Or it's just like, you know, two teams versus one another with an extensive sort of like strategic element involved. It's paintball, it's paintball but it's, it's like overnight and you have to go, you go into like, very distant areas and you you're you're meant to go and capture your team team the other team's base blue versus red chucky while watching the sort of like induction of this moment happening is reloading the red team's bullets their paintball bullets with real bullets being like this should fucking slow them down yeah, or also something the red team because there's it's a paintball so blue shoot blue the red yeah. team Red versus blue no i think red versus blue comes from boxing i think that red versus blue comes from just always having to choose two different colors for two different teams of yeah. anything that everyone's good in all time stop trying to make jokes well what was the joke was that a joke yeah okay sorry yeah that that's funnier than the joke uh that's what i'm here for ladies and gentlemen it was it was a secret setup we didn't know it jason he was (laughs) literally setting us up red versus blue us he fucking red blew our minds over here (laughs) oh uh okay so Chucky's watching everyone and like you know he's watching through a window and he has like a bandolier of bullets on his shoulder at this point Great which visual. I thought he was going to have for the rest of the movie it was like come on Chucky what happened to that bandolier why aren't you still wearing it um he switches the bullets they go their separate ways the kid the the uh kid who got his haircut who saw the dude die runs out and he's not telling anybody 
Which I'm like, if <laughs> I was him, I would have ran out and be like, a doll just killed this guy in here. Everybody, like, bring your guns. Let's go. And we would all blow him away together and check it. And we're like, God damn it, no. No, but we needed this kid to be the uh, the cap, well, MCU, the Captain America to save the day at the at a Which big does, yeah. moment. I mean, we can skip over the whole war games shit. It's all boring. Uh, They go on their marches. They go to their separate areas. There's more turmoil between the clearly gay commander kid who just wants to kiss a boy and doesn't know how to tell anybody about it. (laughs) And uh, the main Andy. And uh, they... A map gets stolen. I don't even know. I was like, no, okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. to this part, so, and stuff like that. So Andy's like, I gotta go find the other team to warn them, and so he steals the map. He is steals the, the map? map to go find them, Steve. right? Um, then they find that the map is gone. They ask Whitehouser where the fuck he is. He's like, oh, and he's like, oh, well, obviously he went off into the woods. So they're all running around the woods. What ends up happening is, um. Oh, Chucky kidnaps what's her name? Yeah, Silva gets kidnapped by Chucky. She's hold she he's holding her at um grenade point. This is the psychological horror for me. This is like fucked. Then he I found a grenade. Then he then he calls on the (laughs) on the mic on the on the the he calls for the red team to come in because he's found and they have the oh, yeah, also we we skipped over like he he has tyler at this point in the woods right and like andy's like chucky has tyler and everyone's like nobody fucking believes you that chucky's even a fucking thing and then tyler comes running out of the woods and he's like charles has you know the yeah, silver right and then chucky comes over the radio and he's like put andy on andy i want to talk to you and uh and that's where you get the reveal where he, he has a hand grenade i think like... the scariest thing in this movie though is tricking a bunch of kids into believing that they're playing paintball War games yeah and then the red team shows up and like are shooting real bullets and my favorite part of the movie i think is i, I would call it the climax is when the the lieutenant kid chucky goes hey see I told you I'm a, I'm a talking doll and he's like I'm well, real bitch I'm yes. real or whatever and he's like well isn't that like the best thing I've ever seen and then he gets shot by a real bullet and the red team doesn't realize they're fucking firing real rounds real bullets, for like yeah. a solid 30 seconds I'm yelling at the TV and then it's it dies down and then Chucky like Jason's like the bullets are real yeah the bullets are holding his TV. <laughs> like, stop shooting and then uh, Chucky um th- th- so the a guy from the re- the other guy that the like lieutenant's like lackey who's like he's always telling him to do stuff his boyfriend they, those guys They're, kiss yeah they definitely scissor butts or whatever gay guys do um he holds them down and he's like you did this this is you doing more of the psychological horror to it like everybody obviously thinks that it's this crazy kid andy who thinks the doll's alive even though they can see the doll they're holding a grenade yeah, and they just saw him get shot by someone that wasn't yeah. him like he's like i don't have a gun <laughs> no but they think that he put out he changed out the bullets anyway chucky ends up lobbing the grenade just just tink, and just chucks yeah. it down by them whitehauser white stein what the fuck is his hearst. name whitehurst it's like you know a hearst that takes the right. dead body but hearst yeah um he sees the grenade. He's the only person that sees the grenade, and he fucking jumps on top of that. He could have kicked it at Chucky. 
Chucky was already crawling underneath the car going like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he does kind of crawl away like Pennywise. Um, but yeah, he jumps on the grenade and just blows up. He doesn't explode, but like, no, it's a, goes, like, it's, that's what would happen if you yeah. jump on a grenade. You would, you would gather all the impact in your gut. Yeah. It would shatter all of your organs and you would die. Uh, so he dies. Which he does. So yeah. he gets, he has the ultimate hero death. Um, uh, purple, purple heart. Is that what a purple heart is? Don't you have to survive? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we give the, the hand the point. purple heart off his like corpse. Yeah, I no, I think they give the purple heart to the <laughs> widow or oh, parents yeah. or whatever. Right. But uh, you probably also get like a medal of honor or some shit. You get the video game know. medal of honor. They're like, here, <laughs> play this. This is basically what happened. Yeah. <laughs> So, now you can relive your PTSD but without dying yeah. we forgot to mention a sweet moment earlier in the movie where um, Andy and De Silva finally Andy. smooch um, she, she, he, she goes off into the woods they're like sitting around a fire telling a camp camp uh like horror a stories. spooky story spooky stories she tells a like grimoire a grimoire That's like, story. no 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 kinda uh, she she tells a story about like a like a limping like like you know serial killer man kind of thing like a like a like a michael myers thud. drag drag thud. Thud. but then her drag. the redhead gets gets <laughs> in place and as as the two are going into the woods we hear her like I think there's an, a, a mental asylum down the road and i'm like is that the mental asylum from cult of chucky but also from the previous i think the first movie does that have the maybe asylum? i made a joke <laughs> It's a men. It's a mental asylum for the criminally sexual, and like that's because I was like everybody's like overly sexualized the entire time. I don't know. I made it to the person I was watching the movie with, and we both had a nice. You had a sensible chuckle. Chuckle, yeah. Um, <laughs> the criminally sexy. So they reveal. They get to the top of the hill, and the, and she reveals that at the bottom of this hill, on the other side of like the campus. There's a, just and a there's carnival, a carnival a fucking carnival in the, like, the middle But the conceit here cool? is obviously the movie, the f- makers of the movie were like, carnivals are scary. Let's do a carnival. Carnival. I think that the conceit was they're like, how do we top the end of the second yeah. movie, which is the greatest ending the to greatest. any movie ever made? Kids almost they're getting... chasing Chucky around a toy factory, creating one specific doll that's like so brightly lit and colorful. And kids so almost good. getting torn to shreds by fucking yeah. the machines. So so anyway, fast forward back to where we are in the movie. They make it over. So Tyler and Chucky are going in. They um, get separated. Tyler gets away. He runs into the security tent. Chucky Charles goes, is trying to hurt me. Yeah. Hold oh, on, this, kid. Hold on. Does this Charles? Can you? This Charles they give person you, in the room they, right yeah, now? They also give you like a weird intro to this security guard that's like on a hard ass like power trip. Yeah. Where he goes up to a guy with a boombox and he's like, "Listen, turn that shit off right now." And the guy's like, "What?" And he's like, "Turn it off or you're out of here." And he like hits the guy's boombox, walks away, and he's like, "I only want to hear carnival music and nothing." <laughs> I, I like I like too that he doesn't believe the victim because Tyler is like Char- Charles is trying to hurt me and he's like did you ever think that maybe Charles is uh, just trying to apologize maybe <laughs> Charles is your best friend like, no. that you never knew is well don't worry friend. kid because I have something here that'll make you feel better this bloody Ring! this bloody dirty mangled doll 
and it's yeah. Chucky. <laughs> Here's something that might cheer you up. And we get a cutaway back to the the you know the Silva and Andy, and then we cut back, and they they run into the security place and they fight. Yeah, they did it. They did like a mini Chekhov's gun here, where the, he opens a drawer it's to get literally a, piece a of mini gun. gun. Yeah. Well, it's also a mini like show the gun, and then it's it's used in the next scene, but we don't never see it get fired. But they get there. The gun is he's got a bullet wound in his head, and the gun's on the ground next to him. And I'm like, oh, they're gonna use this gun in the next scene. Nope. This security guard has a fucking desert eagle giant in gun, a holster, yeah. <laughs> and they take the fucking biggest handgun. They take it's like a, a Clint, e- Clint yeah, Eastwood, like a, dirty hairy gun. Yeah. It's like a, it's a Desert Eagle. I'm pretty sure. No, it's a Magnum. A, a Desert Magnum. Eagle is a clip gun. This is a okay. this is a, a six shooter. Yeah. I'm sorry, I thought I knew my guns. Um, but yeah, then they just they go into a haunted house, uh, like roller coaster ride thing, and they kind of muck but, about in there. But Chucky does have that tiny little gun. Chucky does have the tiny little gun. It's yeah. a Chucky sized gun. Like, yeah, of course, he's going to take it. He wouldn't be able to really use that big ass gun properly. He'd have to use his <laughs> whole hands, body. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> use it like a rifle, like put it into his shoulder. And basically, we have them muck about a bit. We have a couple little bits where they're like dodging out of the way. We, we, sh- we get to see Andy now being kind of the action guy. He he has a few moments in this movie where he's like, but I'm scared. What do I do when I'm scared? And he says to De Silva, even like, you seem like you're never scared. And she's like, yeah, that's because I'm hot. So The real reason is because I'm always scared. Yeah. Because I'm a l- woman. Turns into She-Hulk. Uh, yeah. And then... Um, yeah, they the, the the like end of this movie is really fun because they climb up this like well first of all fucking Tyler gets on the back of this Yeah, none of this makes any goddamn sense. Tyler gets on the back of like this <laughs> bird, this like hell It's like a devil, devil I guess. bird thing yeah. that's like going up and down. He gets on the back of it and it I think it's literally and... saying like I'm the devil. Yeah. I'm the devil <laughs> as it's like flying upwards up the volcano or And we get this goofy ass shot from the bottom of it of like a, just a doll hanging off the bottom of it, which yeah. I fucking laughed out loud. Then... Well, there's so many good parts of like him being carried around in this whole end sequence. Like, there's one part where Ty- when he Tyler first goes into the haunted house and like he walks up to like a little area and you you hear Chucky go, "All right, far far enough, put me down." And, like you see him like put him down, and then it cuts to Chucky being like, "All right," <laughs> and you're like, "Okay." Like, clearly, he was just carrying like a fucking dollar. All right, put like, me down. Yeah, um, this is far enough. But we do get a we do get a really kind of goofy moment where it's the old like somebody climbing a rock wall but it's a fucking pile of giant skulls made of like styrofoam and andy looks down to see that there's just this nonsense spinning blade and it's supposed to be it's to make it look like it's fire i know it's a streamers streamers and there's absolutely no guard on top of it. no and so open it's it's, a big fan it's basically an oh if you turned a lawnmower upside down and and magnified it or a times. like jet engine yeah <laughs> for like a plane like a 747 so engine yeah. um and basically somebody's going in that we're getting somebody's gonna get mortal combated right into that shit yeah and we already know who it is yeah <laughs> we're like it's gonna be our favorite boy but okay but we i forgot to mention something before that Chucky, there's just this Grim Reaper with, with a giant swinging blade that's going back and forth, yeah. and Chucky just gets half his face <laughs> sliced off. He's like, he's not paying attention to it swinging at all, and it's so sharp that it can cut his whole half his face off. So we now have Very a... Ch- 
we have like yeah. a two-faced Chucky situation like, also, oh, on top fuck. of all of Yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh yeah, I forgot that the end of every Chucky movie, he has, has to be, to be like mangled. horribly mangled and scarier. So than he, he climbs the rest of the time. And he climbs up. Meanwhile, Tyler is like struggling with the doll. Like, just throw the doll. I guess he's a little kid. And he falls because he has. I think to it's fall. established that he has crazy strength as the doll. Like right. he can like he can punch you in the face, and it will be like being punched in the face by a full grown like man. a full man um but andy of course has to like slip and fall chucky knocks tyler out you think it's all over uh but then he's like oh yeah i have this gun so he climbs up halfway and he takes a shot and misses then he shoots his arm off Chucky's but like, also ah, this fuck. entire time what we hear is ah day yes. do right. <laughs> give me the power i beg I of beg you, of you. And then he shoots him in the arm, shoots his arm off, and then I think he just shoots him in the head, and then he falls off. He falls away. The physics don't fall. fully make sense. He shoots him in the chest, and he's like, ah! Yeah. And then Andy goes up, and he's like, are you okay? And we're like, well, you didn't see Chucky die, so everybody needs to calm down, because right. he's coming back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then he does the like horror movie jump scare, and then he's like, ah! And then he ah. just, then Andy's just like, fuck! Ah. <laughs> Where his face is so angry, like ah, his yeah. mouth is so wide, and he's strangling him, which is his signature. His signature move. Move. He he can strangle the shit out of anybody. And then all this build up for this this jet engine fan, only to have him fall into it, get caught on one of the blades, and just kind of go with it. But and, he, I like it though. But I it like looked it like lot. they had. A, it looked like they tried it and it didn't work. Like it bounced off and flew away. So they like pre mangled the doll and then dropped it again. Is what it's it looked probably like. probably one hundred percent accurate what you just said. Yeah, like it, the, like they probably one hundred. They they like they probably threw like four or five Chucky dolls, and there's probably one that was just juice. Like there's like a bunch of water balloons <laughs> taped together or something. You know, like they probably filmed several different Chucky I don't know. dolls getting ripped up. I don't know what I was expecting, but that was not it. Because I liked it. It was a little a... lackluster. I yeah. agree. I, I completely wanted... agree. It felt like it was just abrupt and lackluster. Like. I wanted comic comic blood shooting out of it. Like that's what I wanted. I know that's not really how they do it in these movies. You wanted like evil dead levels yeah. of blood like flying everywhere, yeah. I you know what when he first hits, he splits and then he he skips around and he's he's getting chopped up, but then you know, they cut to different angles and there's clearly like like chunks and shit and you can still hear like whoa <laughs> I'm like he's still screaming. I kinda wanna rewatch it also. Chopped up. Because it but, was, it, it is a satisfying ending for a horror movie. Because you're like, that, that's it. Chucky can't come back. His blood didn't fall. Yeah, the, the other. That's you it. Know, the the first movie, he just got burned and shot. The second, second movie, one, he, he got melted, melted into a big nasty globule. And this mm-hmm. one, he's in a billion pieces. And that's why it's so good the way he comes back in the next one. He's just like, I'm back. It's like, like every, some, somebody sewed his ass together. It's but it's great cool because the movie just ends there. Like they just kind of do a pull out of the yeah. of the and Andy gets arrested. And, oh, Andy goes the fuck to jail. He gets blamed for all of the murders. Yeah. I, I believe is like what the lore is because like they don't explain why he's being arrested. It's just like, all right, kid. Nobody's gonna believe. You, you can't believe. You, you cannot blame the doll again. Like yeah. it's you. We know it's you. The only person that's seen the doll that's still alive is De Silva, and she's like, kind of like, I'll wait for you. And he's like, Nah. And you and Tyler. To. Yeah. Oh yeah, I Tyler. If Tyler ever comes back. Tyler is fucking probably traumatized forever though. 
probably with his with Andy's mom now in the asylum. True, yeah. Anyway, that is the uh, that's the movie. I, I liked the movie Chucky Part Three. Child's Play. Look who's stalking. Look who's stalking now. So it says on the poster. I never noticed that. <laughs> Look who's stalking. Yeah. Because yeah, that movie would have just come out right around. I think that came out in yeah. 1990. Yeah. That's funny. I didn't know that either. Look who's stalking. Yeah. Wow, they really went that direction, did they? Andy. All right. Well, uh, I don't know. Do you guys have any other notes? No, I actually I got didn't through. Really have many. I do have one other note. What is it? So I believe it was at the beginning during the the board room meeting or whatever. Uh, the one of the themes like with these movies from the start was uh, consumerism, right? And they make that comment: "What are children? Right? What are children after all? But consumer trainees, right?" And that shit hit me on so many levels. It's like, fuck. You know what I mean? It's like shit. It's fucking true. It's very. True. It makes me almost kind of upset with myself for all these physical things that I have that they aren't needs; they're wants or whatever, right? Your shoe collection. And... <laughs> Your Dragon Ball Z action figure collection. <laughs> yeah, all all of the above. <laughs> I collect, I collect video games. I have a lot of physical video games I should probably just get rid of, you know? Like, I, I like... No, don't do it. You're going to regret it. I, know. I collect I, sexual I traded in. I'm so pissed off I traded in some of my games. I wish I still had them. I Yeah. Do you still have your N64? Because that's what really matters. Someone stole it. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. You'll have to tell me that yeah. story later. But now... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you half expected oh, Dennis was... Miller to break the door down and be like, "I'm a <laughs> You know what? We need to create these soldiers to hunt down these monsters. Small soldiers. Remember when we did that movie? What a good movie! That was a good movie. I liked it. But All what right. about this movie? I mean, I guess we should move right into final thoughts, right? Yeah. Who's first? Well, Jason went first on the way in, so. I'm going to go first now? That means you get to go first, yeah. <laughs> Kalen, tell us what you thought of Chucky. Or, sorry, Child's Play 3. <laughs> Chucky. Look who's stalking now. <laughs> <laughs> the, so... For a horror movie, it wasn't very scary. Um, we kind of talked about it earlier. It was a toned-down version, like a young adult you know, kind of direction of, of where to take the movie. Um, I do like that it's it does have the trilogy of that title. I kind of don't like that the title doesn't get continued, but I do like that the title doesn't get continued, if that makes any sense. Because um, it's not Child's Play anymore. Yeah. After that. Exactly. It's the Chonky Tonk Man. Uh, what does that say? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Can't hear your thoughts, Kalen. <laughs> what does my own writing say? Uh, I scribble when I write because, like, I'm trying to like do it quick. But it uh, it reminded me of being in Air Cadets, and the there's a few things I, I won't get into the details, but there is aspects that remind me of Air Cadets. Those just kind of gave me like a little personal kind of like. Mm, Ooh, or whatever 
Um, was it when that, a, a 45 year old man was grabbing you by the hair saying, When's the last time you had a shame? Exactly. Uh, so for my what went well, I did practical effects slash deaths. Like I wasn't like I wasn't turned turned off by them. I liked it. It was all good. It was right up my alley. For even better. So I I put down I wonder what it would have been like if it was all at night. The and I think we kind of talked about it during the episode. This 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 installment to the franchise just felt different, right? And I was watching, like, it has, it still hits beat, but for some reason it's just, for a few reasons, it's just not hitting it the same way. But then I was like, ooh, I wonder if they made this just over the period of a night. Everything that happens, but they make it, essentially, like, he gets there at the end of the day, and then the movie takes course over the over the night. What that would have done to, like, the tone and feeling of it. Yeah. Kind of does. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be take place over a very long period of time. The but, first, right. yeah, it's, it's a couple two, of days. It's two days, but like I do yeah. see what you mean. Like the day, the daytime parts do kind of kill it. That happened in another movie we did recently. That like, uh, what was the oh Escape from New York has a day point like a daytime part that's really like off putting in a similar way. Sorry, Kalen, go ahead. No, that was it. Cool. Just wait. Wait, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> when yeah, the edibles hit at the end of the episode, what were we doing yeah, here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, if you own it, then you might as well own this one too. Otherwise, watch it. Uh, I give it a taking a little too much off the top. <laughs> All right. That's good. Jason, hit us with your final thoughts. What went well? Uh, I'm going to start with that because I didn't. I've always been forgetting to write that down. But what went well was the um, the kills, the murders, the first murder especially. And what's what's the other part? What could be better? Yeah, even better. Even better. Uh, more of Chucky being less like lethargic about murdering. Like Chucky being over it kind of kills it for me. The two scenes that I mentioned where he just kind of like, like when he just like, he's just cackling at a guy having a heart attack. I'm like, that's not, that's kind of the spirit of Chucky. He wasn't like, cackling. He was upset. He was like, I wanted to kill you. Yeah. He was mad. <laughs> he's I laughing. almost expected him to be like, whoa, hey man, are you all right? You yeah. need me to call a doctor? Like, <laughs> It's a little tongue in cheek. But the thing, the thing about it was like the dude fucking had him, but like if he's always in Chucky mode, he just, his face just goes limp. He had him by the hair. Actually, you know what? When Andy first sees Chucky, that he the yeah. guy's carrying him to his office, and the doll yeah. like turns and looks at him. Sort of. I mean, it could have been that he just fell that way, and Andy knows that it's Chucky. Anyway, yeah. That that's we're still out. The jury's still out on whether or not he goes into Chucky mode or not. Uh, for my <laughs> final thoughts, um, I like this one a lot. I was actually on the edge of my seat from around the grenade standoff to the end, laughing out loud. That's true. I fucking was into it, man. It's like sober. I took some cold meds. That might have had something to do with it, though. Uh, Chucky wasn't uh, as... Everything Jason's looking at is like, Andy, Andy. <laughs> I look in the mirror and I'm Chucky. 
um, Chucky wasn't as uh, Chucky-like as the previous two because because of what I said. Like he's kind of seems like he's kind of over it throughout this movie. Um, but this one was more like epic, had like a bigger scope almost. And the movie was more about Andy, I thought, than Chucky. It was more a story about, like, Andy trying to, like, warn everybody as an adult now. Like, because they'll listen to you more if you're if you're older, but the consequences are sort of more dire. Because an adult yelling about a doll is a little bit more fucked up about a kid yelling, like, trying to convince yeah. everybody the doll's True. alive. Um, yeah. It felt like it had a bigger budget, and a lot of the set pieces and costumes reflected that. I typically don't enjoy the military school backdrop, uh, but here it was used well, I think. Um, I thought the kills could have been better. F- the first kill in in uh, reflecting on it was the best kill of the movie because he played cat and mouse with that guy and did all of his classic tropes. Um, so there's that. Um, Chucky literally killed someone by scaring them? <laughs> what the hell was that? Uh, I love that they're... I love that he was disappointed. Uh, overall, I had a really good time, so I'll give it a solid three out of five. Um, I really enjoyed. I really en- this is something I learned about '80s movies versus '90s movies. And even though it's 1991, this movie's already showing that like I really enjoyed the '90s cheese more than the '80s cheese because I think that I was more steeped in it. I, I, I'm, it's more relative to like what I grew up on, where '80s movies, even when I was a little kid, seemed like old. Um, because of the how time is kind of relevant, uh, time is kind of like relative to like your age goes faster as you get older. So when you're when you're eight years old, nineteen eighty five seemed like eight years ago seemed like forever ago because one year takes forever. But when you're in your thirties, one year feels like a couple months. Yeah. Now you're still laughing at shit that was made in two thousand eleven. Exactly. Like, this is this so is, fresh and hot. I love basketball <laughs> every day. Basketball all the time. Um. Whoa, you just blew my mind. That's why old people are so behind. Yeah, because it's yeah, only a couple old. months for them. You, you, they get stuck. I'm, I'm getting there, man. I'm starting to get stuck in my. If ways. you're consciously aware of it, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to evolve. That's why I try to. That's why I try to keep up with the lingo with the kids, the TikToks. Yeah, and the, the lingo. You don't YouTubes. need to worry about the lingo. That that's much. that's cap, and you know it. Yeet. Um, I use cap properly. I think both there. of those are outdated. I mean, you did. But I think cap is also. <laughs> no, no. Cap, you know yeah. from Fall Guys. Cap. I had is to fine. go yeet the other day. Oh my god. Okay. Um, I think nine. I think the nineties is like more snappy. Also, um, I give this movie a teen. I give this movie a teenager uh, slipping and sliding several times on a mountain of skulls, while a killer doll plays hide the soul with a child. But ultimately, he gets to the top, and he throws that fucker into a fan. Mm. 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 all right excellent work very good several points to jason door to jason door <laughs> why can't i that's fucking backwards uh all right i guess i have to do what worked and i forgot i forgot it as well again I what think we went did, like, well what better uh, what, what went, went well, well what could better. what could have been better even better that... what went well even better Okay. Uh, so what went, what went well for me uh, was the time jump. I think the time jump was great. Uh, I I don't think that I we needed to see Andy as a little kid anymore, still dealing with Chucky. I think the fact that he goes so far ahead 
it gives us time for him to almost question his own thoughts and maybe think that the doll everything that he saw was maybe just a part of his traumatic childhood even though he still believes in it he's now old enough to start questioning it and thinking that maybe something else might have happened to him maybe this isn't real maybe i created it as some sort of mechanism to mask my own trauma and like that's cool and interesting and i think they maybe should have leaned into that a little bit more which i guess could have also been better but i think the time the time jump was smart um what could have been better though for me out of everything in this movie was the music the music fucking sucked in this movie uh the first two movies have such a good score and like it's so like ingrained into the lifeblood of how you feel about chucky and the score in this movie just feels like a like a are you afraid of the dark or a goosebumps episode it's, like it's just it's, the drums it's just those fucking military or drums. like or like the synthy strings like wink, 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 wink. and it's like not it's nothing it doesn't heighten it there's no theme that plays when chucky's doing shit in the background there's nothing there it, it's it's nothing and like i i really honestly believe that if the the music in this movie was to the level of the first two movies the entire movie probably would have felt completely different and probably even better but low budget movie and you know whatever it's fine but i mean yeah my my could have been better is the music and also the andy questioning his own beliefs of chucky could have probably been better but you know that probably would have extended the movie by another hour if they had to deal with that kind of stuff and now let me get into my written down thing (laughs) well while a passable and at times enjoyable installment of the chucky saga I do think that Child's Play 3 falls short in many areas that made the first two movies so great. Andy! It takes more than a handful of cues from those movies uh, and attempts to either recreate or subvert the ideas to make a good movie. But, you know, they just don't live up to an oozing demon doll or a crispy misogynist. (laughs) Uh, The characters are alright, but um, the turnaround from movie two to three being so short is quite obvious. There are no real original ideas here, but the ones that we get are not unbearable. The set pieces are a little boring, but the heart is there. Though it's not surprising there was a seven-year gap between this movie and the next Chucky murder spree. There are not many things I will say suck in this movie, as it's still fun enough, but the lack of an interesting or fun score shows leaving the movie feel more like a a made for tv piece of shit the cinematography of the first two is also missing it's so good the the cinematography in the first two movies are so great like always going from a low angle with like a wide lens to show chucky's view all that stuff is is it's missing from from this installment um and it makes it feel rushed and poorly thought out i don't hate it but it falls very low on the list of Chucky movies for me. Like it's, it's really low near the bottom. It mostly, it mostly feels like me, sorry. It mostly leaves me feeling the way that Chucky felt after he watched his next victim die of a heart attack going, what the, are you fucking serious? I give this movie an attempt to swap my soul into an unwilling host only to be interrupted by something really boring. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Yeah. Wow. Wow. Just one one last thing about the cinematography. 
I really appreciate that you mentioned that. We should have. I f- we forgot to kind of mention. That. Well, we talked about her hair too much. Yeah, we forgot. But the the thing that they did in this one is they did use those like Chucky view angles, but it wasn't even when Chucky. It wasn't even from the point of view of Chucky. They just used that angle yeah. sometimes for some reason. Like the person who did who did like principal photography like got got like a list of shots that they wanted to use but didn't know the context behind the shots. It was definitely like they they got those shots for specific reasons within the script and then the script got torn to shreds and they just only had those angles. They're like, well, we use it here even yeah, though Chucky's not here. Yeah, we have to use this shot for something. Yeah. Kaylin, okay. you had your hand up. What do you have to say? Uh I forgot to mention MPAA 31273. 30,000 movies. All right. Well, I think that brings the first installment of this month's grimoire of familiar killers. I'm scared. Yeah. I'm scared of it. I'm Are you ready for next week? <laughs> Are you afraid of the dark? One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, Chucky's coming too, and he's gonna fuck you, Chucky. Andy. Fucky. I almost I read wanna, my whole uh, review as Chucky. Out. It's gonna be like, well, a passable at times, enjoyable installment of the Chucky saga. I hate it. <laughs> Just yell it. All right, fellas. I've got uh nope. I've I remember this shit. Names I don't. Names. Hello, it's me, Steve. And for me and for Jason, I'm Steven Me. No, you forgot to say. Oh, I mean, for me and for Jason and for Kalen, I'm Steven. For Guys, this, for I Kaylin, hate this. Why look, do I have to do it? No, because here's what we're going to do. We're going to, I'm going to make, I'm just going to make a button that does it. But for now, for Kalen and for Steven, I'm Jason. You guys realize I have a broken brain, right? Like, and this is too much for me to handle. The end of this every Listen, time is too much. We're almost, we're almost done. Okay. For you guys, I'm this guy. <laughs> See? Perfect. For you guys, guys, I'm this guy. And hey, did you see this one? Hey, did you see this one? Andy? Hey. He's not going to say it. Now I have to wait. Oh, <laughs> uh, did you see this one? There we go. Yeah, guys... I think he has his name written on the bottom of his shoe. Does he? Oh. It probably says Buddy. No, right? he's a new doll. He got reforged. Oh. Unless he wrote it in there himself uh, for like a nostalgic purpose or something. Do you guys have any funny, uh, quick one-second anecdotes? I was kind of hoping that was it. <laughs> <laughs>